Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is the Intoxicated Podcast. Let's go, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. It's another week and another episode. And here's where I remind you that if you are enjoying the show, I would greatly appreciate an Apple Podcasts review because, well, number one, it really helps out the show with visibility and all of that, helps with charting, and it lets me know that I'm not talking into a void, which podcasting can feel like sometimes. So reminder to do that. Also, I want to hear from you guys. So if you want to reach out to the podcast with a question, a rant, a life dilemma, or a story, you can send in a voicemail, or you can fill out the talk line form, which is a Google form. The link for both of those things is always in the description of the episodes, as well as the Instagram bio. So do please send those in to me, um, because then not only will I have something to talk about in the intros, but maybe I can do another call-in episode. That is something I would love to do. This is going to be a quick intro because I really can't wait for you guys to hear this week's episode. My special guests this week are absolutely killing it in the podcasting world. It is Josh and Dalton from the Elevate podcast. Oh my gosh, I've been following these guys and really enjoying their content for a while now. Um, It is so incredibly well done and well produced. Very, very impressive stuff. The Elevate podcast is all about what's going on in the world of marketing, business, and politics. Uh, It's one of those podcasts where you can learn things. You can find out what the fuck's going on in the world. What are the trending topics? but also be very entertained by some great banter between two awesome personalities. I found out they were interested in being guests on Intoxicated, and I was like, fuck yeah, let's get to know these guys more and maybe find out some things that they maybe don't mention or talk about on their podcast. That's one thing I love about this podcast. I do get to know other podcasters, and that's always a really nice conversation because it really is one of those art forms that bonds people just like stand-up comedy does does. So it was great to, you know, talk to two guys who understand the work behind podcasting and are also very serious about it. So that was delightful. So this episode is definitely a deep dive into Josh and Dalton, their friendship and how Elevate Podcast came to be. So obviously, please check out the Elevate Podcast wherever you find podcasts. They are also on YouTube. Do give them a follow on social media. They put out amazing content on both Instagram and TikTok. And I really enjoyed talking with them. They are definitely two people who also very much so appreciate the honesty and rawness of conversation. And that was really evident in this episode. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to get right to it. Please enjoy this week's episode with Josh and Dalton from the Elevate podcast.
Perfect. All right. Let's do this shit. This is the most awkward podcast first date ever. Let's go. Let's go. We're here for it. Um, I'm starstruck and so excited to have my guest today. Two very special guests, absolutely killing it in the podcast space. And I float them with compliments and I will continue to. They are the hosts of the Elevate podcast. Elevate the number eight. Hey, Everybody. Let's go. Very specific. Josh and Dalton from Elevate podcast. Welcome! Let's, hello, hello, hello! Let's oh go. my god! Give it <laughs> up. The boys are excited. Let's oh, wait, go. Was there a hockey game or something? Yeah, that's who I'm I doing. stayed up till two a.m. last night watching it. What happened? That was was it good? It was good for Calgary. Good for right? Calgary. Yeah, scored bad, bad for the Dallas Stars. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they suck. Frig Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> All I know, people it. were very heated that the Toronto Maple Leafs lost. Yes, they were. That was a, apparently a big deal. Yeah. People taking hockey personally here? I know. No way. I don't know anything about that. Right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So you're hockey fans, obviously. Just me. I'm just yeah, a- I'm a baseball fan. Baseball. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you're I, I thought you kind of were like sports. You're kind of like, that's cool, but not for me. Oh, I like baseball. Okay. Good <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see two Jays games next week. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> so Josh and Dalton, mm-hmm. I want to know. Well, first, tell everybody all about Elevate Podcast, what it is, why people should listen, what what you cover on it. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Uh, No, we're uh, super psyched. So we've, uh, you know, the Elevate Podcast really started out as a business marketing and design podcast is where it started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it was fantastic. We had a lot of great guests on. We had a guest on every week uh, was the goal. And it was a lot of fun. Very kind of similar to like kind of your setup here, right? Um, and then we kind of like had a break last summer. It's like, I don't know, our, things just started soaring for us. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah. it was just kind of our takes on like just stuff that we're educated on personally, whether it be like, you know, real estate, what's going on in the city, what's happening on a political level with the yeah. city, with ho- housing, stuff like that. There's when things started popping. And then like we started real, then we kept bringing guests on and those episodes were doing less and less well. Yeah. And then the oh. episodes that it was just us were doing increasingly better. And yeah. we're just like, oh, people are listening to us now? That wasn't the plan. Yeah. That wasn't the plan. Um, so now we yes. kind of hit on like still heavy on business stuff, but also how politics, politics plays. Politics, politics marketing. So you, but, and you talk yeah. a lot about trending subjects mm-hmm. sort of in that space. Yeah, exactly. And, and what's, what are people talking about? And that's what I love about your show because I'm not somebody who, um, reads the news ever. I don't know what the fuck is going on ever, unless it's like on Twitter or it shows up in my feed. Right. Right. I just I'm not someone who chunks out a time in my day to like read the news, which is bad because mm-hmm. you should. To an extent, though, sometimes ignorance is bliss. Yeah, that's true too. Because the world's scary. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah, it sure is. But in a podcast form, it's a very cool, digestible way to like digest information yeah it's like my favorite way to do it so like what you guys are doing is just that and so like truly everybody listening subscribe to their show because like Uh. number one you'll you'll find out what's going on Mm -hmm. and number two you'll be entertained because you have some good banter and back and forth and opinions and you get into like some really good discussions yeah we have opinions definitely you have those opinions absolutely you're not just like this happened and the thing that josh and i have said all the time is to have different opinions but be able to continue talking about it is like so unique especially right now 
where it's like instantly maybe what's the word like not criminalized but like tear people apart just for thinking differently or to cut the one of your life or we think differently about most things i would say certainly that involve you know heavy real things like you know it's only natural to have opinions on them that's right and uh you know it's uh it's kind of freeing Mm -hmm. to just go on the internet and speak them and podcasting does that for people. Yeah. It is the coolest. Like we record on Wednesdays and when, it's just like you get you know you get to like let it all out Wednesday night. True. So like I need to know though. Like do you get backlash? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, The TikTok warriors are strong, man. Oh, oh, and this is oh yes, we got to mention this. So you have to follow Elevate on TikTok because what you guys are doing on there is just absolutely phenomenal. Amazing TikTok videos. You post podcast clips. Um they're very fun and like they always I always look and I'm like, "Holy shit, all the views and comments that y'all get." Um so like you're you have that audience mm-hmm. yes. on TikTok. Yeah. Yep. Now, I think I heard on one of your episodes, you say something like it doesn't equal podcast numbers. And it's true. It's very hard to convert the TikTok people who are just consuming those one minute clips Mm -hmm. to subscribers. Yeah. Oh, it's so much easier to convert a listener to a TikTok viewer than. Yes. Oh, yeah. Than the other way around. Right. Oh, my gosh. It's about about consistency and persistence. I found with TikTok specifically, Um, like you're never going to get one listener after one good TikTok. But if you can have if you hit like five, six, seven really good TikToks at the same person's hitting, then they'll subscribe. And that's what we have found. Like a lot of people have like found us through TikTok and started listening full time through TikTok. Um, But that's because they hit like five or six, seven videos. They really hit them emotionally. Uh, And like the big thing about our show and it's something I I live by is no one will ever remember what you what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And that's what our TikToks are really aimed at is like really hitting people's emotions and getting them to think uh, about really what's going on, whether it be no more light subjects or or heavier ones. You know what to put. So. Okay. Okay. I have literally so many questions for you guys. How you run things. Because as somebody who started podcasting five years ago. What a shit show that was. I had no sweet clue what I was doing. There was no information about this fucking art form. Absolutely. Whatsoever. I got a fucking $60 snowball mic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I put it on a case of DD, like DVDs stacked like this, and I got it close to my mouth. Like, we stacked them on, like, DVDs. One snowball. My first episode had three guests with one snowball That's kind mic. of iconic, though. That's amazing. I have a picture of, like, us, like, kind of circled around the snowball mic, but... I launched like it was like the clumsiest launch. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know about branding. I didn't even know what my show was going to be. And so when now I'm watching, you know, people like you elevate and like Weekend Roundup and all these podcasts that are coming up so polished and well done right off the bat. I'm like, well, number one, I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> fuck you guys. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just but also I'm just like, this is how cool is this? That now podcasting is something that you can really like, you can have a really good launch yeah. mm-hmm. versus just kind of clumsily stumbling into it like I did. Um, so how did this all happen? Mm. Well, take I, me back to the origin. I mean, it was literally one night in the middle of the pandemic and I had thought about wanting to do a podcast for a long time. But I will say uh, to preface all this. Um, for a long time throughout our show, like up until I would say quite recently, 
um, just battling imposter syndrome because Josh with the design background, new marketing, new branding and stuff like that. So just very recently, it's become an opportunity for me to kind of step up where I was more so just like a personality. I felt like the personality. Oh. Um, but it, Josh sent me a text and was like, do you have you ever thought about starting a podcast? And then from there, Josh went crazy to work. And I mean, you can take it from there because I mean, you you knocked the beginning out of the park. I oh, appreciate that. Um, it was, yeah, it, for the big thing for us, like for me, I've always wanted to start a podcast. And I actually started my own like like five years ago. I started my own one. Yeah. Um, that literally, as we talked about before the show, lasts about <laughs> 10 episodes. Um, <laughs> and the reason being is because I had I was doing so much. I obviously had my full-time job, but I also started a vlog that went 60 episodes deep. Uh, and then I was trying to do the podcast at the same time and it was just getting too much for me. So <laughs> the podcast naturally fell off, but I kept going with the vlog. Um, and that was fun, but then the vlog got tiring too, cause I was taking easily 12, 15, 16 hours of editing a week to do an episode Holy every week. Shit. Uh, and so I just ended up, that kind of fell off. And then obviously as Dalton said, the pandemic hit and I was like, I really want to start podcasting again. Like I really enjoyed that form of communication. I just know that I can't do it on my own like I did before, or it will end. Like it, I just won't continue. It's unsustainable. Exactly. And so yeah. I'm like, I need someone who's going to do it with me and who'd be willing to do it with me. And that's when Dalton came to mind. Enter Dalton. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And that's when I, yeah, I called him that night. It was, I was out for a walk at 1am uh, and I was like, I'm just going to text him see what's up. What a few Dream yeah, exactly is. right. And so it was a podcast booty call. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, you podcast booty call there. You want to go steady? Oh, you mean I mean, do you want to be my host? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to totally. be the podcast host? Exactly. No, that's exactly what happened. And he was like, "Oh, I was actually thinking doing the same thing." And so no that's kind of where it went. And yeah. uh, again, we started episode started on the old Zencaster and good old Zencaster. Um, yeah, and we just kind of went from there. And was like we really uh, lucked out in that regard, where we just kind of. Our whole goal from the beginning was we saw the stats, right? Mm. Most podcasts don't last seven episodes on average. They get to seven and they drop off. And so my goal is like, I really want to dedicate my, I really want to do this for two years. If I can do this for two years and if it's, it hasn't gone anywhere after two years, then we'll quit. But if it, something happens after two years, then we'll keep it going. But we See guys, two years. two years, not five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself two years and then figure the what you doing? <laughs> no, it's like it's every, everyone's got their like the, obviously their times, right? But that's but, a good amount of time, yeah. and it's lofty though, mm -hmm. because yeah. again, like you said, it's it's people love the idea of doing a podcast mm -hmm. until oh, they realize yeah. how much work. Yeah, it, it does take a lot of goes work. into it, and there's a reason why we hired a producer, right? Because mm. um, like I was uh, the first first season, I did everything on my own, I did all the editing, um, did all the posting. While working, uh, while working, uh, and it was like it was it was starting to wear on me to the point that's why I ended up hiring somebody, right? Fuck yeah, yeah. Uh, so key. Let's crack a window. It's yeah, please. So hot in here. Maybe this sounds like I'm also only 23, but I swear, like when I, when I was a kid, it wasn't our summers weren't humid. I don't know if you lived here. How you lived to Halifax your whole? Um, Anna Ganesh and then Halifax. So I Nova don't. Scotia. I don't remember it ever being humid in the summer, and now I find like it's just sucks Summer's global like, warming baby i know well yeah that sun's getting it's gonna explode soon it is happening i know shout out the sun <laughs> shout out global warming <laughs> oh my gosh shout out the world ending oh my gosh seriously yeah, um, none of this matters anyway yeah. <laughs> seriously true. but so okay so you gave it the two years yeah. so yeah it was two years of like that's kind of what i was learning from a lot of my friends as well people who are kind of in the business world who were starting a podcast as well like Mm. A lot of people from what I was hearing, that was a consistent two years when you start monetizing, two years when you start start picking up. Um, and so I was like, okay, we'll, we'll give ourselves two years and whatever. See, we'll see what happens. Um, and it took us 
um, old solid. I think it ended up being 14, 15 months before anyone even knew who we were. Yep. Hear uh, that, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so now I need to ask the gold question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If no one knew who you were, mm-hmm. why'd you keep doing it? What were you getting out of the experience? <laughs> it was fun. It was it was therapy for me through the pandemic, personally. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. Like, that's really we, nice. we just didn't, like, for me, like, that was part of the reason why we started. Was I just needed something to look forward to through all of it. I, I get like I think that's when every I, day was the same. Yeah, I think it was the third day in, third day of the pandemic in. I was like waking up and I was like, every it's Groundhog Day. Like I can't keep doing this. This is crazy. Yeah. And so I was yeah. like, I need something. And that's when the, the idea of the podcast came up. I'm like, I don't care if anyone's listening. It just gives me something to do. Which is strange so. because I think a lot of podcasts started mm-hmm. for this reason, but podcast listenership was really low at the start of the pandemic. Because of no one driving to work and, yep. and, and things yeah. like that, listenership was actually down, but it picked back up, of course. Mm-hmm. Podcasts will always be booming. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a strange time. I remember it too because I actually had a friend die right before Shoot. lockdown. Oh. And it was like, okay, what's what's okay the world's gonna end oh and my friend died uh what the fuck yeah (laughs) and then i like i uh, lost my job like contract didn't renew or whatever i was an event planning so like not a good time to be an event planner yeah Yeah, not a good time not many events happening like march 31st you know Mm -hmm. so like i was like okay now i have to do i was so used to doing like in person yeah interviews and i love this so much more Mm -hmm. yeah agreed zoom and remote you just can't connect no with people that way Remember that second lockdown happened, which would have been not this December that just passed, but the December before. So the December of 2020. Yes. Going into 2021. Yeah. That one, like that one got punched me harder than the first lockdown. What about the May one? The May 2021. Even worse. That was my worst one. Even worse. Um, Because it was just this like sick game where I would get it back and then it would get taken away from me. That's right. And, yeah. and and it was so hard. And yeah. I didn't like feel the same doing remote podcasts. I didn't feel the same when we would have a guest on. I felt like we weren't doing the get like it just was all weird. I didn't. All the and we started remote. Obviously, we had to. Yeah. But then we were given the opportunity to, to do them in person and then it kept getting taken away. Kept yes. And got the it's, taste of it. And then it just. Yeah. Uh. So luckily, we've been on a fair stint so far. Mm-hmm. Um in person so much better and these guys have you have such an insane setup and i i just i can't compliment you enough at how well done the show is and it looks great and you should be very proud of what you've made thank up you. to this point really like it's that. insanely good thank you <laughs> but fuck you no, just- <laughs> that's the comedian no, coming out it's uh <laughs> it's so good yeah. and you're having fun with it obviously mm-hmm. oh definitely. oh absolutely and these motherfuckers giveaway <laughs> you guys hide gift cards oh, yeah. <laughs> i need to know <laughs> the only I, I don't know what to give you intoxicated listeners i have no sweet clue i can maybe give you like a talking to <laughs> um, or something but like i cannot give you a hundred dollars um i made a joke tiktok uh in the summer of 2020 because i had noticed tiktokers were going around hiding money right yes and i it was one of my like more higher viewed ones i was just like where are you guys getting this money i don't even have (laughs) shoes with not holes in them like like what the hell and then like this uh tiktoker i forget her fucking name she's i think in new brunswick Mm -hmm. she's one that always hides gift cards always hides oh yeah Yeah, i've definitely seen them Mm. she uh she saw that 
and they duetted it and they were laughing so hard. I was like straight up making fun of them. Right. Of like like influencers, Halifax, Nova Scotia, like totally. <laughs> go here and find this. And I was like straight making fun. And then she duetted it and That's like was laughing. Awesome. Yeah. And <laughs> and then sent me twenty dollars to Starbucks. Oh wow. To oh. be like like, cause I was, I was very honest. I was just like, I lost my job. I have mm. no money. I'm on CERB right now. Right. Or no, I think at the time I was on EI. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was just a really funny moment. That right. whole TikTok thing. But I was just like, oh, thank God she was a good sport because right. yeah. I was making fun of you. Right. <laughs> yeah. She took that like a champ for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But like, tell me about this giveaway stuff. What? What sparked this idea? And well, it's yeah. You you seem like you want to say something. Uh, to me, I mean, obviously, one there's there's two parts to it. it it's uh, we're privileged enough to be able to do it. That's good. Um, and it's fun to do them. Um, you know, it also provides great content. Yes. You know, and it gets our listeners. They are our listeners are just like straight up G's because they will always yeah. video duet. And so it's cool. You get to see, you get to see a listener um, where it's like, when would you get to do that? Right. Like not typically, like unless you have like a meet and greet, like I don't know when else I would see them and they'll always video react to it. And it's just cool to see someone who knows what that did. Maybe. I mean, it was, it's only 50 bucks, but for someone it's 50 bucks, you know, I could use 50 bucks right now. So I think there's a lot of people like that. So you transfer you after this. Um, I'll take it. You know what? But I, we need an invoice. I radically accept. You know, like some people are just like, oh no, I don't want to seem like 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 broke or desperate. Right. But I'm like, eh, especially people like in relationships and stuff, I'm like, eh, your bills are half the cost of mine. Give me that. Right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If someone's willing to give you something, you take it. Right. They're an adult. Radically accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People who give gifts want you to have them absolutely yeah. right them. and a gift's a gift yes mm-hmm. gift's a gift yeah and there's like and, and this isn't this isn't where it ends for us like there's um we want to build on that idea even more as we go forward and we have actually a bunch of stuff in the kind of the the, the pipeline where we want to not just obviously just give away gift cards but we want to do have a little more serious impact on people's lives Ooh. yeah so we have some stuff planned where we really want to really help out those who are struggling yeah um who are just saying finances aren't really you know going well we're we've been kind of saving up some money and getting some stuff brought, uh, together to be able to help yeah. out some some real people in need so that's our next plan fucking angels what what why do i have comedians on all the time you guys are trash look at these <laughs> angels here I know. I like, try to be funny. Like, I know. It's like, like, uh, they're I'm like funny wanting looking. to like, wanting <laughs> to help people. Like, oh my gosh, bless you guys. That is so nice. So like you have a larger kind of like, not only are you doing this show that's like super informative and entertaining and you're having fun doing it and having these conversations, but you want it to be, you want to have a larger purpose, mm-hmm. oh, there, which is so nice. Absolutely. I think, well, at, at our course, Josh and I are both business people mm-hmm. as well. So it's, it was hard to look at this as like a hobby. Yes. Um, you know, it, I mean, it immediately became a business, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, just as soon as we saw traction and then we know, like, you know, we can see there, there's almost like a separate ecosystem that is TikTok, where yeah. not necessarily those people are listening to the podcast, but they get value from our short content. And they um, know who you are. Right. Your name. Exactly. It is, it's brand awareness. Exactly. And brand awareness. And I mean, marketing is, is what's, you know, going to shout out brand awareness. Oh, straight up. Is that your merch? It, it, sort of. Well, it's coming. <laughs> 
you have merch coming? Oh, I'll mm. totally buy, buy a shirt. Oh, oh, we love that. Straight yeah, up, yeah. That. Hell yeah. You can use the 50 bucks we'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a shirt, you guys. Just, I'll wear it to open mics. I'll, you oh know, my gosh, absolutely. You know? Please. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. No, yeah, we've been sneakily so cool. wearing this on our last few episodes. Just like, yeah, just to see, you know. In. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, you know, and that's just it is it's like, um, there's always something bigger going on behind the scenes. I yeah. love it. And I love what you said about like, it's not just a hobby, it's a business. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. some people might hear that and go, ooh, like that means it's not as like sincere. And I disagree. I, I've i kind of treated Intoxicate like a business for a long time and I don't make dog shit off of this. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I, I don't- But it's the mindset. I don't, it's the mindset and it's the, the work ethic, mm, which certainly. is something that I, do, I truly don't think everyone has that. You're born with it. Yeah. You cannot force someone to be driven. Yeah. So you true. cannot. You cannot. And I think the the uh, really important part is where you mentioned you might not be sincere and it comes across when you are on a show and I think I hope it comes across as sincere when we're on a show and that's the thing is we are sincere, mm-hmm. you know. Um Absolutely you are. We're also just business people, you know. Yeah. But I mean, congrats. Like this is Thank you. this is too cool. So we've talked a lot about the podcast. Woof. We're gonna talk about you guys now. All personally. right, let's go. All right. So I wanna know, first of all, should I get you another beer? Not to be ill, but we need the bottle opener. <laughs> Not to be ill. <laughs> That's his word. Thanks. Word. What does ill mean? Like Oh yeah, just like, like rude or like oh inconsiderate. So young. I grew up in the North End. He calls me that all the time. I don't know any, any <laughs> of this. Yeah, yeah I, sometimes I get a little ghetto, but it is what it is. <laughs> you're not ghetto. You're just you're Gen Z. That's right. So true. Though. That's right. Shut up. <laughs> and Josh, are you technically a millennial or no? You're not quite. I'm 100 millennial. Yeah, typical. You are? Yeah. So millennial and Gen Z. Yeah, that's why it makes the, the dynamics so the interesting. The dynamic is so interesting. Yeah. Oh, we'll get into it. Like, we're not supposed to get along. Yeah. Okay. We, we shouldn't be getting along. So how, friendship origin, how did you meet? <laughs> Speaking of origin. <laughs> Speaking of millennial versus Gen oh my Z. God, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because this story does involve my mom. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I was at uh, the community college, NSCC, and I was finishing my first year. And part of their shtick is you have to co-op each year. To graduate, you have to do a work placement at least one month long. Gotcha. Once uh, term, so once a year. Gotcha. And I was just applying everywhere, applying everywhere for internships. And my mom is a property manager for a real estate company here. And she was like, one of my tenants is a tech company. Like, you should reach out to them. And I said, okay. Whoa. But then she did for me. <laughs> she emailed, Don't you love that? She emailed Josh for me. <laughs> It's okay. My mom quit my first job at Dairy Queen, so I, I feel you. She quit your job for you? That's, That's pretty amazing. iconic. She quit my job for me. That's pretty oh, iconic. Oh, my friends made fun of me forever. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you young? Yeah, uh, grade 11. Oh, that is hard to overcome. Yeah. At, the, at the time, that and is soul like, crushing. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> oh, anyway. no. That is soul crushing. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the moment, to be honest, I was oblivious. I was just like, hell yeah, I don't got to look anymore. You know, because <laughs> I was just like, I want my diploma. <laughs> um, and... Uh, Unbeknownst to me, actually, until like a year ago, Josh judged me heavily for that. He was like, you had to get your mom to email. 
You, you couldn't, were even, that even, person. couldn't even look at yourself and shake my hand, look me in the eye. <laughs> that millennial. The millennial. You got to work for everything you get. <laughs> Why your news? I was laughing, right? Because like we had all these inter- we were interviewing interns, and uh, you know, everyone was just commenting, con- contacting me, emailing me, and so someone's mom had to email me. I was like, "But you picked me." But this is like, so what stood out? He was free. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> NSCC doesn't you let were you. Cheap. Yeah, NSCC, uh, like Dow Co-ops, a part of Dow's thing is like you have to be paid, right? Rightfully so, but right. I that's mean, a, a I was at NSCC, so I had to graduate, I had to do it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I got so you. it's really enticing to an employee you get a month of free work. Yeah, that's sick for yeah. an employer. It's true. We that's have not- we have two right now at my work. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah. But and listen, um, I think it's great that NSC do- NSCC does get you to do that. Yeah. It was valuable to see professionals working. I hadn't seen that. Um, yeah, and you're learning by doing, which absolutely. is so helpful. Absolutely, to mm-hmm. have like you know to see like, uh, I guess what would you say like career professionals like yep. there are some devs that I had worked with who had been devs for five years. And so, like, to see them operate is like, oh, wow, like, we're not even close. But it was right. in, it was very interesting to watch, at least to inspire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, totally. So you worked you worked for his company? Uh, yeah. Well, well, I, well, I worked at, like, he's like, essentially at that point. was You the were the office, office manager, office yeah. Office manager, yeah. So. As well, yeah, you were, you were in your UX role, but mm-hmm. office manager as well. Because mm-hmm. it was a pretty, it was a, it was like a, a very quaint Bootstrap office, startup, startup. very yeah. It was like it was just enough to operate, but it, but it <laughs> love oper- that so much. But it operated so much heart in those companies. Oh yes, oh yeah, so much heart, and it was fun. Yes, especially because then I joined on full time after, and it was fun. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And so- then COVID happened. You see those people start to leave and move on to new things, and it's like it's kind of like a breakup. Yeah, and you see people who um, they pick jobs that are. More comfortable, but less fulfilling. Certainly my role right now, I would say for sure, where it's like, um, it's comfortable, you know, um, it's not my forever. So it's comfortable for now, you know, comfortable for now. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. an end game. I'm, I'm a very calculated person. So it's mm. like, you know, there's always an end game. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, okay. Learning lots here. Mm-hmm. So what? Okay. So there was a work dynamic. Yeah. There yes. Was. What took it from? co-workers to friends um i think there's an age i think they were synonymous yeah we i've always considered you my friend okay i appreciate that (laughs) but well yeah like i think i could definitely see it i think for us we just we hit it off on the business front there wasn't many people that we worked with that like viewed business the same way we did yeah Uh, that's i found that's like that was the thing we really connected on yeah that's when it like changed when it was like Cause you had work friends. Like we were work friends. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it was like, we were talking outside of work and, oh, we, and yes. then it was like, we would go do things like after work or whatever. And yeah. like, it just changed once we realized we have something very important in common, which is a business, like how approaches to business. Yeah. And ah. like, especially one thing I'll say about Dalton is, I mean, at the time I met him 19 years old, um, oh my gosh, so young, but like mm-hmm. the knowledge he already, he, the knowledge he already had on real estate was like just would blow your mind and that's why anytime any of our, our listeners find out dalton's age it freaks them out yeah um because he's like wait how does he know so much at such a young age yeah um and it causes a lot it can also cause people to also not like you um oh i have for that reason they're intimidated mm-hmm. absolutely and i've it's taken me a long time to realize um when people s- 
sometimes people can see in you what you can't see in yourself mm-hmm. and they get intimidated by that spark. Um, what? How old are you again? 22. But it's true. And the the, the case where I Very learned smart. it was um, <laughs> I was getting renovations done to a, a, just a back deck. Literally like your like a back deck at one of the properties that I own. Yeah. And this gentleman came and quoted me. It was like 22 grand for two decks. And I thought, okay, I don't know. I don't know any better. But my gut said I have to check. Okay. So I had my dad get a quote for the property next door that I don't even own that had the same two style decks uh-huh. with the same company. And for him, it was like 10 grand less. Oh. And I went, I got you. I got your number. I figured you out. Um, and there's uh, there's been, I mean, numerous cases where I've been taken advantage of or made to feel less than, you know, um, just they've made an assumption about me about my age, about what that means I can do. Have you ever lied about your age? Absolutely. Yeah. I have absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Thank God bless the honesty. I don't owe, any, I don't owe anyone anything. And I, no? don't, I don't owe them honesty either, unfortunately, because if they're willing to screw me on my age, I'm willing to lie to protect myself. So true. God damn. Yeah. God damn, Dalton. I have. Well, you. I suppose you kind of have to when it's, you know, 22 grand is, especially when I'm just starting, that could kill me. That's That wild. could take me out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if I hadn't known any better and I wasted that money on a deck, not knowing. And you just kind of had, so that, that hunch of, I got to look into this more. Yeah. There just, was like a curiosity yeah, there. He, just, like he a, had the number too quickly. He had the number on site. Like you didn't have to go back and calculate anything. It was so strange. So do you find that you can read people really well? I've learned to. Mm. Certainly learned to. I find that business people are really good at that. I think because there's so much risk and so much on you yeah. when you're an entrepreneur that it's like you're always just on high alert. Absolutely. And, and trust is like such a precious thing. Yeah. it's And unfortunately, that it's made me into that person, which I don't like in my personal life where... um. I don't trust people in a business sense or sometimes personally mm-hmm. until I'm proven I can, where most people in my life trust until they're proven they can't. It's just I've been burned that way so many times. So it's just right. it's I don't it's not something I like about myself, but it just it's mm-hmm. it's the consequences of my circumstance. Interesting. So fascinating. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Josh. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> I have to follow that up. <laughs> That's the truth. I lived a lot of life, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so there is, so, so 23? 20, 23 next month. 23. We're, yeah. You're 23. I'm 23. Really. We're rounding yeah. you up. Yeah. I'm 29. That's actually not too much of an age gap. It's not. It's not absurd. It's not absurd, but there, there is definitely. I would say it's maybe uncommon. Definitely. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. But um, I think that helps us. Yeah. At and least in, in terms of the podcast, it's so unique. Mm-hmm. Yes, because you're coming from, you have the same perspective on on things, but then also different. Yes, at the same time, which is nice. Because yeah. I think if if it was too similar all around, yeah. it wouldn't be we would just be agreeing with each other the whole night. Wouldn't be less interesting well, to listen to. Well, that's the thing. It's like I caught that even early on because uh, I found like I was actually I was uncomfortable with how much we agreed on things. Um, I didn't like that. I was like, I got to disagree with Dalton on something here. Uh, and so we've been recently been hitting some of those lately, which I ha- I'm happy about. Ah. But like, I'll, I'll, there's times I'll intentionally make sure we hit on topics that we both disagree on just to make it interesting and actually have some real conversation. Yeah. Right? 
So yeah, and and you're both fans of sitting through the conversation, actually having the conversation. Absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. Which so many people, yeah, they shy, shy away from it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. This is my stance. Yeah. Like, yeah. shut up. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah. You, uh, I two things in life. You can not assume you get to go through this life unoffended, but you can choose to not be offended. Mm-hmm. I choose to not be offended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your words have. If I cussed you out in a foreign language, it wouldn't offend you, right? Because yeah. there's no meaning to those words. That's right. So I don't. Care. Right. I don't care. Yeah. And also, don't take things personally. Yeah. It's not always about you. It's not. Sometimes it just is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Totally. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this work term happened. It kind of cemented. You cemented a friendship, mm-hmm. and then so how long were you friends before you launched Elevate? Oh, so I would have done the first term in 2018, and we started two years. Okay, two years. So, yeah. so two-year friendship. Yeah, and you hung out outside of work, got to know each other outside of work, um, stayed in touch. Like, I well, think we certainly stayed in touch. Yeah, I don't think we ever hung out unless it was in a group setting mm. um, with other people. Um, it wasn't actually until the podcast where we started hanging out more on one on one. Yeah, one of the one of the things you and I did do though that provided me immense value. I'm not an overly religious person, but I do have faith. Yeah. But Josh really helped me understand how to read a Bible. No way. Yeah, there, there's an art to it. Yeah, well, it's just I was reading it literally. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm fascinated. Yeah. Okay, Josh, back to you. Oh no. Swinging it over to you. <laughs> um, so okay, so I so tech so family was in tech. Or wait, no, sorry. You you worked in tech. I work in tech, yeah. And your family, your mom and dad were ministers. Yeah, exactly. Um, what religion? Um, we were non-denominational. Um, oh. So that was like the focus like of my upbringing was like just really getting back to what the Bible is really talking about rather than like what religion should tell us or what tradition tells us. Interesting. Um, and so like the big lesson my parents really ingrained in me is like, we don't want you to become a Christian because we are. We want you to come to that on your own. If you believe there is no God, then that's awesome. We support you regardless. Oh, that's beautiful. But we really want you to you know come to your own conclusion on things because these are important things. Because like, if you think it's real, that means something. Mm-hmm. Um, and if yeah. you don't, then that means something too. So, um, but yeah, just like, I mean, I, you know, became a Christian probably when I was about 16. Um, and kind of through there, just all the things, um, that came up through that is like kind of going back to what we talked about where like, I'm very open to being wrong, um, because I've been very wrong about my faith on numerous occasions. And I'm very open with that. Um, there's things I thought the Bible was talking about. It wasn't talking about, I was wrong on that. Um, you know, and there's just ways that we view it in a Western, um, lens, right. It was written in an Eastern lens and we need to understand culture and understand how say, um, like a Jewish person would perceive what things are being written. Um, so that's kind of what I've learned a lot uh, over the years and how to be better. Um, cause it's helped me understand, understand the scriptures better, help me to love people better. Uh, um, yeah. you know, cause right now let's talk about all like the hot button issues of religion versus science, religion versus gay people, like all that trash, right? right? Like it's just so, it's, oh, it's so wet. Those conflicts are so Westernized. It's actually kind of crazy. Right. So, yeah. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said about like how your parents like kind of let you decide. Right. I think that there's a stigma mm-hmm. on like Christians and people who are religious who like everyone just is instantly like, oh no, that's not for me because it's so strict and yeah. and people get forced into it. And like, for example, like I kind of was too, like I was, I had to go to church every Sunday um, and I decided to stop going. Mm. Yeah. Um, totally. And when I decided to stop going, my sister's, 
slowly stopped going. Mm-hmm. Right. My dad still goes every Sunday. Mm. So it's kind of one of those things where like I probably I mean, I think that they wanted me to get confirmed. Right. Yeah. Catholic. Catholic. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> before before they let me decide whether or not, which I'm like, oh, that's kind of a trick. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I got, got confirmed. Um, but it was just things that I heard. Um, actually, at my sister's wedding, mm. that made me go. I don't know if this is for me so much. Right. Because it was things like you need to raise children under the church, mm. and I just kind of went, well, what if they don't want to have kids? What if they don't want to raise them that way? Yeah. What if? And I just kind of, <laughs> I kind of got yeah. kind of curious. Some real questions. But honestly, I. As I'm old, getting older, I respect and appreciate people who are spiritual and have that religious connection more now mm. because I go, life's fucking so fragile. Yeah. We could die literally tomorrow and I would like to die with some peace. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what religion brings people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Like in some, I can't believe how deep we're getting right away. I mean, I find it comforting for sure. I find it comforting. Like I always, and it's made me at peace with the thought of death. That's a huge thing. I think it brings a lot of comfort and connection to people who otherwise might feel very alone in the world Mm, easily. And there's something to be said for that. Yeah, certainly. So don't knock it. Like, don't let's not again going back to if it's not for you, it's okay. Yeah, Yeah, it's not for you. It's okay, but also respect what people do. Um, and decide decide how to live their lives. So yeah, absolutely. In any facet, by the way, too. Yeah, yeah. Like no matter what anyone does or makes their decisions, like it's again, it's their yeah, life, exactly. You know, were you religious? Did you have a religious upbringing? Yeah, I, I was brought up Catholic. I um I had my first communion. I believe I was confirmed. I unfortunately don't remember. Um, my grandmother um is from Greece, and so oh, wow. she was brought up. Um, orthodox Mm -hmm. and so uh, I was privy to both and there's things I've found from both in love I've had friends who were united who I've I've heard things from there that I love and um, I've gone to some of Josh's like non-denominational Sunday masses and heard things I loved Um, I, I don't I don't subscribe to anything in particular but I just subscribe to faith god that's fascinating yeah it's almost like there's nuance in the world. <laughs> you mean it's that? not black and white and just It's almost I like hate that. It's not it's, it's like not that binary. There's some gray areas that we can have fun in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine <laughs> that, right? Yeah, and I think part of it how, that's such a good way to say it too is if something isn't fun, I think humans I think we are innately born knowing how to have fun. Mm. I I think 100% humans are born knowing when something feels good and when it doesn't. That's right. Um you know, it, it is something we're born with. So if it doesn't feel right and it's not fun, look into it. Yeah. You maybe it's not for you. Yeah. And yeah. And have curiosity about about things that about everything. About everything. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you Learn. shouldn't be curious about. Like I want to ask you mm-hmm. what um so non-dominational, mm-hmm. what kind um what does that look like in terms of a mass? Like is it similar to like a Catholic christian mass type thing or yeah it's a little different like so even for example like even like the christians who claim to be non-denominational like 
um, like what they tend to ascribe to is like, well, we, we don't really ascribe to any type of structure. Like really it's all about the Bible. But even then over time, that's just humans love tradition. They naturally go into that. Yeah. Um, and so as a, as like a non-denominational service, like it was, you know, you can't, you come in, you sing some songs, you listen to someone talk about communion, a communion thought, and then mm. you kind of take communion and someone comes in and does like a 45 minute sermon. Um, and you listen to that and it's like, okay, I feel better. Sing a couple more songs and call it a day. Um, that's kind of how the, usually the structure would be. Interesting. Um, and so that's kind of like what a typical service would look like. Um, so like, whereas Catholic, a Catholic mass is like a lot of like praying, getting on your sit knees, and kneel, sit, and stand yeah. and sit. There's and a lot of uh, cadence just, yeah. and, yeah. um, yeah. a lot of structure to it. Yeah. Um, whereas like non-denominationalism tries to get away from that. Um, but they end up going into it in their own way. Uh, in their own way. The yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's so fascinating. My mm -hmm. God. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So he, Josh kind of opened up your world a bit in terms of. How, well, um, mostly that. how do you, I guess rather than read about how to interpret it. Interpret. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause before that, I mean, um, I would just read it literally and nothing. I couldn't connect to it. How could you? The words literally are quite hard to connect to. Yes. You know, so, yeah. um, that was very valuable. Um, but, uh, you know, for example, I'd go to church with my nan or I'd go to church with my parents, which were two very different because if I went with my parents, I was going to a Catholic church and it was with my grandmother was to an Orthodox church. So very different, mostly because it's a Greek Orthodox church. So um, there's traditions that are specifically Greek traditions that then take place on top of it being in a church. So, mm -hmm. like, for example, there's a Lebanese Orthodox church here. Yes. And they're, though they are reading the same Bible, it's one, it's spoken in a different language. And then two, their traditions are different, you know, just inherently based on their culture. Very different. I, I went to a Lebanese wedding. Uh, oh, nice. oh, they're gorgeous. And it was, yeah, Ooh. it was really stunning. I was just like, God damn. The Greek Fest is <laughs> happening again this year. I love Greek and Fest. And if you get an opportunity to tour, tour the Greek church... It is gorgeous. I'll tell you this. I'm not a traveler. It gives me such anxiety not being here with my cat. Um, mm. <laughs> but one of my dream places to visit is Greece. It's like number one on my list. Oh, like yeah. when I picture like, Sarah, what does your uh, idea of happiness look like? And it's just me like with sunglasses on, eating fucking feta cheese <laughs> on a Santorini. Like... Like I just oh, yeah. I want to visit there so bad. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's like my number one. And that is literally what happens. I mean, they have block parties that go till four a.m. where they just eat and drink all night and dance on the street. Like they're free spirited, man. Oh man, I have you ever been to Greece? To I've yeah. not. Yeah. Man, no. yeah. My Let's go. I know. Let's do it. My mom is trip. in the works of, of trying to plan a trip because my mom hasn't been here either. Really? You should. And so she's yeah. That's something she really wants to do. Is life is short? Do it. Yeah. If you can afford it. And that. Don't go into credit card debt. Like I did going to Mexico twice. Oh, but it, you have memories, was, don't was you? Was it fun? I do have memories. It's all matters. Yeah. Yeah. I have blast. I love Mexico. I love Good. down south vacations. Like on all inclusive. I've never gone as an adult. Oh, you got it. I was always underage. You gotta go. So I couldn't even do anything like the stuff that happened. I could just go to the pool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like when you were a kid, like going to a pool was a big fucking deal. Oh no, it was sick. Oh, it was sick. It was oh, like, fuck yeah. that. We're going to a pool. You mean I don't go to school for a week? Yeah. <laughs> My gosh, this was, can you believe, how long do you think we've been talking? 45 minutes. Oh, 50. Oh, oh Podcast. We haven't even gotten to segment number one yet. We All right, it. let's do it. We're here for so it. So I have 
Do you want to hear assumptions first, or do you want to do the rapid fire questions first? I'm actually, I'm really curious about these assumptions. And I think some of these might have come out already, but we can okay, we okay. can revisit. Okay. okay. So I'm gonna say, Josh, you're an optimist. You're a pessimist. Oh, I would agree. <laughs> Oh, I would agree. Absolutely. No, I know that no one's ever one thing, but if it's a scale, you'd be more pessimist. You'd Certainly. be more optimist. 100%. I picked that up somehow listening, and I think it was your bluntness and honesty a lot of the time. Okay. And you're, you seem to be someone who speaks with more caution. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on my LinkedIn. Am I right? Doesn't speak with caution. <laughs> We actually were, we were reviewing a TikTok today, and I was like, "You should cut it there." Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? I would say, but it's good. I think that contrast is good. Yeah, it's funny because you say that because I I am so like you meet anyone in my past life, they would say that's so not true. That's so not me. Um, I'm just more negative than you. No, it's well, it's more like I just I I've I've learned from my experiences. Like, um, I I'm half Italian. I'm a fiery oh. individual. Um, but I've seen how my passion has hurt people in my past. Ah. Um, and you know, and when it comes to like, that's the thing you, you name any topic, I will go off about it because I'm just very passionate about what I believe. Um, but I've learned over time that my viewpoint isn't the, apparently the only viewpoint in life. Uh, and so I've learned how, like, there's times I come across a certain way that actually hurts people's feelings. It really makes them feel less than, and I've had to learn to be a little more restrained and uh, how I communicate, make sure I use proper wording, proper terminology, so that people don't get the wrong idea. Um, and so that's partially why I'm a little more cautious uh, these days. Um, like <laughs> if you talk to my wife, she, she, that's the only space where I, I'm Josh is still very much unfiltered, and he'll say whatever he wants. It's yeah. she's the person mm-hmm. you can be kind of exactly. Yeah. Like, she's in school psychology, so she's in kind oh. of like the more like social like social work kind of sector. Interesting. Um, and so, but like a lot of our TikToks come up on her classmates for you pages. <laughs> And so she gets to the point where, like, I'll be posting stuff. She's like, you're not posting that, are you? I was like, uh, of course I am. She's like, like, oh, my, my classmates might see that. I was like, okay, they'll see that you're you're married to a crazy. It's okay. Oh, my god, <laughs> You're not the crazy. You're just married to one. Uh, you so know, there's a so. reason you, you. There's a part of it, definitely. Got um, you. Because my, my wife is a very sensitive individual. That's where I learned a lot of it mm. is because I would hurt her a lot with just things I would say. Uh. Um, so again, maybe not not what you're saying, how you're saying exactly. it, or the, the delivery. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, I've got poor delivery. Yeah, <laughs> we're a little weak on that. Yeah, which makes for a good show when we're feeling it. Yeah. So that goes into another assumption I had, which is, um, you might be. I was I wrote down the word sensitive, but I guess what I meant was emotional or um, in your feelings. You're a little. I am less. a cancer. Oh, are you really? Yeah. I was going to say that you're a little less in your feelings and you're a little more in your feelings. hundred percent. That is true. But that even true. though like I'm feeling already that you got some feelings too. <laughs> yeah. They're just different. They're, they're just di- different. Yeah. And you're cancer. That's interesting. Yeah. What's your thing? Uh, what am I? Virgo. Oh my God. I'm awesome. sag rising though. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be friends. I love Sag- Sagittarius men specifically. Shout love, out to them. Let's love go. Sagittarius men. Like they're just the funnest, the funnest people. 
and women too. Actually, like Britney Spears is a Sagittarius. Yeah. Hmm. Shout out Sagittarius. Shout out Britney Spears. Shout out Britney Spears. Okay. <laughs> Another assumption about you both. Same assumption. Okay. You both have your shit together. And by that, I mean you're financially stable. You get your shit done. You're living your life. You're not panicking about anything. You're, you have your shit together. I actually can't relate at the moment. I, I think I present that. But behind the scenes, like, I mean, I'm definitely still a 22-year-old who, like, screwed up when I was 19 and have debt. That I'm, I'm like... really glad to hear that. Yeah. Because that, your show... Number I'm one, normal. I trust I'm you still guys. normal. You know, yeah. I trust you guys in terms of what you're talking about because you're very knowledgeable and you seem to know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. But I'm glad to hear that because that makes you more relatable to me. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's literally... Just at, at the end of this month, will I be able to wipe most of it away? And I've struggled with it for four years almost. Um, it just is what it is. I can't unspend the money. I don't regret spending a dime. Um, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot right. of fun. I did a lot of things. I I don't regret it at all. And I would do it again. Um, it just ha- made me work harder. Uh, well, I, I was. Ne- I will never. I will not be the one to file bankruptcy. So I had to work harder. We're going to have an off-air conversation because I'd love to pick your brain about how to go debt and all that shit. Absolutely. I'm currently struggling with it. Actually, mm-hmm. you know what? Fuck it. No, I'll I'll fucking say this right here on the podcast because I think people need to hear this and it's something we should fucking talk about. And there should be a goddamn class in high school that's like when you, you're going to get a plastic card mm-hmm. and it's going to have money that you don't have <laughs> oh i was given a 20 20- don't go <laughs> traveling a twenty seven thousand dollar line of credit at 19 oh my god see this is the issue and like and there's no there's no course there's no mm. education on this shit and then all of a sudden it was full yeah and then i got another <laughs> right and it's addictive and it because full. it's so easy to get it and mm. then i owed the bank 60 grand and I was like, wow, that came out of nowhere. Oh, I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, we'll talk more. Of course. We'll talk more. I, I, I'm currently like, and I'm I'm much older. I'm 35. So I'm like, I'm like, it has to, push has come to shove. Like I need to get in a better, right, a better situation to set myself up, you know. Yeah. For- and it's stressful that there were nights where I wouldn't sleep, where um, God, I would cry, yeah. emotional, just like, I oh. was like, what will I do? People kill themselves over money it's Uh it's, money's amazing i will never fight about money in my life Mm. which is why i think one of the reasons i work so hard there i grew up not wealthy i grew up where you know sometimes we were picking between a or b yeah and i will not do that i will not i will not let my partner live that way i will not should we choose to raise a family that way i can't it's not right Mm -hmm. money's terrifying yes money is money i think money simultaneously can fix yep. all of your problems and tear you right back down. That was a point you guys made on an episode I heard. Yep. You were talking about money and I think you you were like, money's not everything. And you were like, it's a lot. And I was like, I agree with Dalton. I was like, I was like my happiness for sure can be bought. I don't know. I don't know about you, but um, my secure, you know, it buys amount. security. To an amount. Imagine how easy it would be to live your truth and experience your emotions if you weren't thinking about yeah. money. True. What's dragging you down the black cloud? Because you don't owe your, I'm not saying you personally, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like you don't owe your anxiety or your yeah. ADHD any money. You don't have to pay them rent, but you owe everyone else money. So mm-hmm. what are you going to focus on first? What's going to weigh you down the most? Yeah. The money. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. 
Do you got your shit together? <laughs> um, I mean, I definitely would agree with Dalton. Uh, like ah. it's all in like context or uh, yeah. Right. right. Like, um, I was in a similar situation. Dalton was just three years ago. Um, where like, uh, I took on a lot, like probably about 20,000 in debt, um, because I just didn't know any better of how to properly use a line of credit. Um, and the same, the same thing. Like I grew up in a family that like, you know, we did okay. Mm -hmm. Um, we weren't like balling by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but like we, 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 we did all right. Right. Um, but like my, my dad comes from a very, uh, blue collar, um, low income background. My mom's similar comes from an immigrant background. Um, so like money didn't exactly grow on trees. Um, and so they also didn't really have the, the monetary, uh, sorry, uh, financial literacy to also pass on to me. Um, and so it took me a while, some hard lessons, you know, so yeah. when I bought my first home, um, like I just used the line of credit to like subsidize all my spending on the house mm-hmm. before I knew it was, we were like 20,000 in debt and I didn't know how to get out of it, you know? And, um, it just took some time to like start figuring out how to like get your budget in order and how to make sure you stay on budget and making sure that you can pay off that debt. And so there's a reason financial advisors always I, I was trying to write a joke about it because mm. I've talked to so many financial advisors and I, I get so frustrated because every every single meeting ends with. Well, you should stop buying coffee. Like they just love to tell you to stop buying coffee and that your life will change if you don't go to Tim's anymore. I hate to, it's like I hate curriculum to, to keep say that. quoting Grant Cardone, but, <laughs> Not Grant Cardone. <laughs> but what he said was true. I grew up with the saying, yeah. a, a penny saved is a penny earned. Mm-hmm. It's a penny. Your coffee's not what's taking you down. What took me down was Subway being open on Uber Eats every night. Oh, fucking Christ, Uber you know so that yeah. that's what <laughs> and so to bad. this day still gets me yeah it's so easy to order supper yeah oh. true it's so easy now to order supper you don't even like my last email? week we didn't even make oh, one dinner at home <laughs> yeah i Every feel you night no i get it like i i have a lifestyle that it's just convenient spending as i was telling this to a financial advisor i was just like this is just my life. And unfortunately there's no way around it. If I'm getting home from work and I have to get to an open mic for eight, mm. I don't have time. I don't even have time to get groceries. Like I'm, I'm, or it's either order food yeah, or don't eat. Right. Mm. Or eat at 10 PM after my show, like, which would be McDonald's or something. Right. Like, so then like, it's, so then it's, it's, you're still spending the money and still, you're yeah. eating crap. And I've also argued with them because I go, I've cooked meals that cost me 50 to $60 at the grocery store. And because of ADHD, I eat it once and it goes bad. Oh, 100. So, so to there. me, I go, if I spend the $10 on meals. I eat the same meals like every I day Like, I just now. don't, I, you know, like, I, I I don't see the. Part of maybe, like, with my ADHD and cooking is I literally have the same breakfast and the same lunch every day. Yeah, I feel you. And yeah. I, I don't change. And it, 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 I've learned to love it. Yeah. Um. You know, also I'm eating better, so that's good too. That's really um, good. Yeah. But um, do I want to order pure and simple every day? Yeah, because their avocado <sighs> toast is good even on delivery. <laughs> oh my god! It's sorry just, to say it. I had yeah. I delete my avocado toast, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> yes, I delete the apps all the time, and then I just re-download them. That's like just, a toxic uh, relationship. It truly is. Um. Okay. So you, I like that. So these guys aren't perfect. They're very smart. Um, and at some point I am going to get you guys to explain cryptocurrency to me because I, oh, that's I <laughs> but we're going to save it. We're going to save it. We're going to save it. Okay. Oh, 
Um, we're gonna save it. So you have your shit together, but you're not perfect. Right. Yeah. So so that's the key on that. Um I just wrote uh you both did good in school. You were both No. Oh I was awful in school. I was awful too. Really? Oh, I was one bad and rude. Like like for marks? Yeah. I had to cry to Both go to my pre cal exam. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. A good year was an eh. average of a 70 for me. Okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So smarts came from outside of that. Absolutely. Well, because all we're learning is stupid. It made no sense. It doesn't help me. Um, <laughs> so like, true. I became a freaking designer. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I, I specialize in human behavior. That's what I do. Like, what would, I didn't learn that in high school. Right? Speaking of which, I... Today was was looking into like the design. Have you heard of like the design types, human design types? I think so. Like where it's like there's like three types of people, and you find out which one you are. It's like mm. manifester, generator. Oh, actually, I haven't I heard this. Can't remember the rest. It was interesting. I just I, it was TikTok got me curious into it. Shout out TikTok. <laughs> Shout out TikTok. But yeah. I love like personality mm. quizzes and right, of course. Oh yeah, fucking yeah. live for that shit. Um, I also said you both work really well together, like a well-oiled machine. Mm. Like your podcast process is <laughs> no smooth. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, we have we have we have a process that it works for us, but it's not exactly. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it a foolproof. well-oiled machine. However, I mean, where from behind the scenes <laughs> is concerned, where we have kind of stepped it up into being more like a business. The business side of it, we've become really good at staying organized. Nice. And I would agree. I do think you agree with that. Like, for, I think, that, yeah. yeah. In terms of like executing the show, I mean, sometimes we just show up and hope it, <laughs> you know, like the last episode, nice. there was two episodes ago where I was, it was just me and Philip. Yes. And, and it was just like everything that was like camera died, like internet uh, went out. Dead, and I was just like, God. what are you going to do? You gotta, when, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know. Yeah. What, but you're still doing the Why is that you're doing it? Yeah. Point is that you're doing Straight it. Straight up, man. That's, that's, that's good to know. So those are my songs. Oh, actually, I have one more, which I think you already addressed. I just wrote that you, you rarely argue. Oh. So like I've heard you guys disagree. Like, ar- like disagreeing is not arguing. No, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we've, we've ever never, gotten an argument. Never You've never had a fight? No. no. Never. No. Which actually How can I get me. them to fight on this podcast right now? <laughs> really? Yeah. So this is the weird thing with me is I actually can't feel close to someone until we actually have a full out brawl. Really? Yeah. Like the We're going to get to it on this show. Where I'm like, <laughs> if I sense someone wants to fight, I because here's the thing. I'm a tad vindictive. <laughs> And True. so I can sense cancer man right there. I can. I, it's like I and you've never done this where I've been. I, you've never even made me feel like you want to have an argument. Right. No. So but Is, like, I think we've, okay. we've developed in a certain a different way, though. Like we've been to war together in a different way. Like, oh, you know, and I mean, like I when I can feel close to somebody is when we've been in it. So, for example, we post a TikTok and we're getting like savagely beaten. Like, that's something I feel like I've gone through with you where we're just like, no, we're going to keep that up. We're going to take our t- shots on the chin. Oh, yeah. We, to yeah, post we don't that, delete anything. Well, yeah. it's check all your other TikTokers. They delete stuff. That's the I think that's what's cool about a, a podcast with co-hosts. Mm. Because it, there's a vulnerability hangover that comes from putting something out in the world. 
that you're not sure how people are going to take. Uh-huh. And so experiencing that together with each other and being there for each other, if it goes bad or if it goes good, like that must feel really good. It's nice because it's kind of one for one mm-hmm. where it's like one mm-hmm. can be there to support the other. Because really generally nice. the TikTok is of one person. Right. Um. So it's it's nice in that sense that the other person's emotionally available to be like, no, you're fine. It's just going to it's going to blow over and it'll be 10 videos down on TikTok and no one will see it. Yep. That's really nice. Okay. Those are my assumptions. I love it. But love now it. I fun. have now I have rapid fire. Okay. So let's go. So who let's is go. late the most? Oh. <laughs> Dalton? Yeah. yeah. I'm obsessively <laughs> on time. That's my problem. Oh, really? Like yeah. on time or early? Because uh, early isn't on time. Like, for example, I was here like 20 minutes early because that's just how I rap. Were you right. here 20 minutes early? Yeah. But we I really, would have been so mad if you came to the door. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I always... I just I I, I'm early to everything. Early. I'm I'm early to everything. I just hate being late. What's the acceptable early? Like I think five minutes is acceptable. I think it's fine. Yeah, like even I, ten. I've learned like as a kid when I couldn't distinguish that, I would like really upset people that would show up early to things. Um, so I've learned just to wait outside. <laughs> yeah, and wait. And, and it feels so bad. Okay, now that we've met, please let me know when <laughs> you're when you're here next time. That makes me feel really bad. No, no. So we so you're late the most. Yeah. What do you attribute to your lateness? Eighty. There it is. Well, I certainly that, like, one hundred percent. That also, it's just that um, if my day's not like strictly planned out, like in my phone calendar, I will forget. Yeah, but I'll remember f- like five minutes before. <laughs> yeah. Also, in terms of podcasts, we record in the city I live in, Bedford, and sometimes I fight traffic. Oh yeah. And okay. I, someday, like last week, there was an accident and it was bad. And this is what that like. I couldn't stop that. Yeah, I think whoever. But a lot takes of times more it, effort to get to the place is probably going to be more late more often. Yeah, but and yeah. sometimes it is just that I'm just forgetful or running late or leaving a meeting. Didn't plan right. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. We're not going to talk about the the guy who has to pick up the producer on the way through, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! We're gonna get we're gonna get you guys fighting before you leave. I swear to God. I drive them um, home now. <laughs> uh, who is more likely to put their foot in their mouth? Oh, it's episode. both of us. I know. Actually, I think that's more so me because we've had to cut more episodes because of things I've said. Full episodes? Not full episodes. Or just like chunks. Portions. Yeah. Because of yeah. stuff I've said. And it's not necessarily like like you put your foot in your mouth. Like you don't, you, like you say something just slightly wrong or it's yeah. it's not really about intention, but it's like you just say it wrong. Mm-hmm. That, that happened this week. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We had to just cut it like five minutes out. Yeah. Because I just. I, I again, But it's better to say what if it's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you guys thought about, I mean, maybe you do it. Have you Sorry. thought about like putting in like interrupters, like like putting in clips to clarify yourself or do you just say fuck it? No, it's no. It's just like it is what okay. it is. Yeah, you know, especially okay. right now, you can't explain your way out of being no. canceled right now. Mm. <laughs> and that's yep. the thing is like that's actually my number one rule. Yeah, is I will never apologize for anything. So if I legitimately think there's something out that could be wrong, that I just won't let it release. Cause yeah, because I, I will not apologize for it. Um, because they'll come at you ten times harder if you do apologize. I've learned. Yeah. So you have to own everything. Well, yeah. I said it. Obviously, I meant it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Okay. Who do you, you do you both drive? You both have cars? Yep. Yes. Who has the messier car? Ooh. <laughs> That's a tough one. Mine mine's pretty dirty. Like mine's like <laughs> filthy dirty. But like I Yeah, like know. my floor's covered in like dust and like an odd fry. <laughs> but like my seats are all clear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hannah, so my, maybe you both my have- partner, she drives the vehicle in the day. Okay. And she'll like dust it. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I don't get that type of privilege here. So, oh, yeah. Are you it's both a share treat. cars with your partners? That helps. I don't. Oh, you don't? Tesla. You have your own? <gasps> yeah. You have a Tesla. I do. Yes. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool, dude. Um, okay, so you're both kind of messy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'd say messy, not disorganized. Like, I yeah. just have, like, the floors are gross. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I gotta clean that out. Okay. Who is more open-minded? <laughs> I'm that's, so sorry. That's a spicy one. <laughs> I, I think it'd probably be you, though. I think it's me. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little more open-minded? I think. Wait till you're 29. <laughs> I am a Gen Z. <laughs> um, okay, and you're, you both have partners, mm -hmm. so I want to know who is more romantic. Oh, gosh, oh you. do you think I'm terrible? Yeah, I feel like I mean I know I could be better, but I I don't know. But I actually I literally don't know what you do for Hannah. I just know you guys. I'll say it's from an outsider. I've never said this first time I'm saying it's you in person. Ooh, um, podcast exclusive. Oh my go. gosh. Not even on our own show. <laughs> <laughs> I could put this for you guys. Yeah, you guys. Appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Um, no, I think, I don't know, you guys just seem perfect for each other. Um, you guys really do seem to like really connect well. Um, that's cute. And, uh, and you, and like, that's the one thing you guys actually seem like you enjoy time with each other. That is you the truth. Like which, each other? which a lot of like relationships can't say that, which is actually, I find interesting. That is yeah. the truth. 100%. She's my friend first. Aww. Um, yeah, I, I don't come before, unfortunately, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know if I would talk myself into the romantic one. I guess. I'm What's what do you guys think is the most romantic thing you've done thus far oh, in your oh, relationships? Baby. It came at the beginning before I was married. And that's it. Oh, gosh. Well, most I don't know. I do cutesy little things like I make like like Valentine's books. Like I made a personal book for Valentine's Day. Nice. Like I had a book made of me, her and I. Well, that's cool. Um, But I do cutesy little things. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, <laughs> I just that's do. Little, I don't know, but it's just like I'm not the type to be like a million roses and like like right. ballroom and like it's more thoughtful. Yeah, Thought, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think for our, I think it was our sixth anniversary last year. I did like uh, edited a whole video of like all of our our memories together. That's romantic as heck. But it was way, it was way our marriage started. That was probably it was literally the peak, and I've never been able to equal it since. Well, <laughs> was I. Um, gave her. I wrote up forty cards of forty things I liked about her, loved about her, and then the fortieth one was the one where I asked her to marry me. Oh, that oh, is that's iconic. So sweet. Never was able. Never was able to imitate that ever again. <laughs> oh God, love I you, Josh. Set, I set that up way too high. You could totally. Do, you could. You could do something along those lines. I think. I. Ooh, I'd love to know. Like, what's your love language? Like, do you like complimenting? Like, words of affirmation, service, gifts, physical touch for me. Physical right, touch, cuddler. You're cuddler. Yeah, hundred okay. percent. Um, and she's like words of affirmation, hundred percent, mm. and that does not come natural to me at all. Oh, but you do it because you're. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like yeah. interesting. Treat others like they want to be treated. What about you? What's your love language? I'm. I like words of affirmation. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like I need to be fluffed up. That's actually good to know. Yeah. Water signs. Yeah. Yeah, I need to be told like I'm doing good. I love that. Yeah. Isn't that good to know? See, yeah. we we get to the bottom of things. I know. What the heck? Um. Got a compliment you want? Ooh, here's another juicy one. Um, and maybe the answer is both of you. Who is more likely to admit that you're wrong? Ooh, I think both of us. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. I think you're both pretty good at that. Yeah, I think I think we see it as it happens for the most part and just say that was that was too far, or that was too much. <laughs> that was too far. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think either of us. Uh, I I don't think either of us let our ego get in the way. 
No, we can't. We no. can't afford that. The show will go downhill real quick. I fucking love that. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, who is more likely to get controversial on the podcast? Okay, I think both of us. Yeah, I, you both it, said it things that are a little. I'm just a loud mouth, so sometimes it's on accident we end up talking about something controversial. Yeah, where Josh is provocative That's by nature, provocative. Uh, yeah, like for example, you probably heard on the show this week as a joke. It wasn't scheduled, but I did it as a joke to kind of mess with them, and then we ended up going into it. I was like, "Hey, Dalton, uh, so what's your thoughts on Roe v. Wade?" <laughs> I did hear that one. I did hear that one. I did hear that. And I was like, so I'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you didn't have to answer that. He's like, no, nah, well, okay. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> do you ever get, so when you do an episode like that mm-hmm. yeah. um, and you hit publish, mm-hmm. are you like waiting for messages to come in? Are you, are, do you get nervous I, well, or are you just like, whatever? It's actually when it comes to our podcast listeners, I do not feel yeah, like, I, even I don't feel anxious right. at all. Um, because I know many people who listen to our show know our know it's a who community. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Versus I feel differently when we post a controversial TikTok. TikTok is Especially totally different. Especially if it pops. Yeah. Oh. The, the second, like if after an hour it's past like two, three K, <laughs> yeah. you can generally tell like that one might take off. That's when I start to like I'll like yeah. anxiously like go check the comments and like I'll the ADHD man's good for a couple things. I remember every single comment. Yeah. And I know which ones are new since the last time I looked. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's new. What do they have to say? <laughs> oh, three replies. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Five likes. Ayo. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, it's oh. a different beast because I do think podcast listeners, like if they've listened to the show to hear the what you're saying, it's safe to say they hear the context around it. They know Certainly, they've heard the whole picture. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a little bit. It's podcast listeners are the best. Shout out podcast listeners. Seriously. Yeah, they do get the full picture. There's yeah. there's no out of context takes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the whole episode, not yeah. yet, guys. True. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a ro- like TikTok where I just literally we just were we were making fun of Rogan fans. Oh, I remember that one. Oh, okay, that was funny. and it was funny because. No one, and looking back, I'm like, I probably should have made it more obvious that, like, I like Joe, Joe Rogan. Oh. But I was making fun of the Joe Rogan apologist. Mm. Oh. Like, the bro-y guy. Right. Like, I was I was making fun of his fans, Listen. even though I am one. I get what you mean. Which is strange. And then people were, were really, actor, really coming <laughs> for me. Like, the pro-Joe Rogan people thought I didn't like Joe Rogan. Uh-oh. Right. Yeah. The Joe Rogan stands were coming for and you. And I was just like, calm the fuck down, everybody. Yeah, I'm here for it. So you're, you're a huge Joe Rogan fan. Let's I would go. say, like, huge. Would you defend him against all his haters? Um, Maybe. I don't. I think it would depend on what the situation was. Because that mm. guy's got himself into some... Situation, shitty situations. Yeah, I I don't think he's like a perfect the person. Situation? Yeah, like that was bad. <laughs> like that was bad. Like I don't. Uh, there's no yeah. no way around that. And he said it himself too. Right? And yeah, I think if he hadn't released that apology video, um, I would have thought differently of him. But mm. I liked his apology. Um, and also I mostly listen for the conversation, not him. Yeah, fair. These are the guests. Right? The guests are the most fascinating guests. 
on any podcast. Certainly. I mean, you can you can hear a neuroscientist one week mm-hmm. and oh, then a comedian the next. So it's I like I love when Joey Diaz is on. Yeah. <laughs> He's my favorite. Yes. Shout out Joey. Joey Diaz, shout out. Let's tag him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Joey, hit me up. Um, okay, two more. Um, I love these. Wait, what? I can't even read my own handwriting. I love when that happens. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. Oh, who is? Ooh, ooh. Okay. Actually, no, I'm going to ask the last one first. Who is more impulsive? Oh, me. Okay. I bought a new phone yesterday. (laughs) Just because you felt like it? You didn't even know about that. No, but I know you. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. My phone was dying too fast, so I thought I needed it to get the left one. Oh, just just get a new phone. Wow, just that is it. very impulsive. Yeah, it's bad. And then my last one is who is better at investing? Oh, <laughs> that's it de- crazy. That's actually a tough one um, because it depends what you're investing in. Yeah, Josh is a better crypto investor than I am for sure. But he's far better real estate investment. Than uh, I am. So you're both better at different ones. Yes. yes. Okay, so here's where I need to ask. Okay. Explain like I'm five. I'm not 35. I'm five <laughs> years old. Sounds good. What is cryptocurrency? All right, let me go. turn to the crypto, what, bro. What am I? All what? Right, so. um, what? I, I'm five years old. What is this? <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'll five, just enjoy my snack while yeah. he talks. <laughs> Give it to me in like an elevator pitch. Dang. Um, so essentially, oh, man, these are tough. Uh, so <laughs> I think the best way we can say it is uh, there are just so many out there, um, but there are just going to be different ways that we are going to be able to kind of transact with each other. Uh, if we go back to everyone kind of like thinks that the dollar is trash, right? Well, the dollar is actually very efficient for helping us not have to transact via sheep or, right. you know, like that's kind of what it was there for. And so now we're going to be kind of moving into kind of a new age of how we transact. The only issue, we, and the cool thing is with a decentralized currency is America doesn't have control over your dollar value, uh, inflation hitting 15%, uh, that will obviously that's a, um, people will get spicy over. It's not, they didn't say 15%. They said it was eight. It's like, yeah, well that's eight that they've been hiding. The fact it's about 15, 16, probably to closer to 20% inflation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, with the uh, decentralized currency, like that is stuff that, that can be more mitigated and taken uh-huh. care of versus like, you know, Canada's going to print a bunch of money and devalue your dollar and devalue you can like the fact that Frosted Flakes is 12 bucks at the store right now is like terrifying to me. Right. Um, you know, it's just a it, it's cool that way. Um, mm. And it's just the fact that like in decentralized, what I mean is that there's computers all over the globe that kind of work together to kind of make the system work. If something goes down, it doesn't all rely on like one central location. Forgive okay. me if I'm wrong, but it's kind of like a torrent, right? Yeah, that's definitely. Remember that's when definitely you would download way. music through a torrent? Yeah. And you'd peer-to-peer, other computers would help you download your song? Yeah. yeah. Similar to that. Similar. God damn, that's the best way that I've... That's the best comparison. That was a great comparison. Because I totally got it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And how... Okay. How do you know which one to get? Like, what... what <laughs> this is like... You guys... Well, number one, I got hacked... Uh, my Instagram got hacked because of oh, I saw people that. selling Bitcoin. Oh my, yeah. gosh, my crypto account got hacked. Yeah, he lost five five grand. So why are these people giving it such a bad reputation? Rap, rap, bad rap, yeah. um, by doing sketchy things like this, which is ultimately making us look down on it. Uh, it's because it's it, what are they thinking? They can capitalize it on it. It's yeah. like that with anything that's yeah. ever come up, right? Like yeah. everyone, right. like. Uh, even when the internet was new, all the, the phishing emails that still haven't stopped, but like it was really bad when the internet first kicked up. Mm. And like chain mail. 
Oh my God. Yeah. The OG's yeah. bam. Right. <gasps> Let's go. Right. Like it's always happening with any new technology happens all the time. Um, and so w- I stick to kind of the big ones, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Um, the one that is like kind of like the dark horse and that a lot of people don't know if they believe in is XRP, Ripple, um, which is more of a centralized digital currency, which will be interesting how that pans out. Um, but yeah, I stick to mainly investing in Bitcoin and Ethereum. because those are, the, I think, the ones that will last. And you literally buy it. Yeah. And there's like some way that you can like monitor it, like a yeah, website uh, or system or yeah, platform so or what? The one I use is called Endax. And the reason why I use them is because they're a company based out of Alberta. Uh-huh. Um, and I prefer to deal with a company that's based in Canada. Uh, Support local. Yeah, that and as well as like crypto is international. It doesn't know any borders. Yeah. Mm. Um, so if anything goes wrong, it's easier to kind of go after companies within your borders rather than trying to hit up a company in Morocco, <laughs> for example. Yeah. Right. So um that's the reason why I kind of stick with them. Uh, but I only use them to trade. Uh, and then I use, and then I kind of shift those funds when I'm done trading to my, um, personal wallet that sticks with me. Um, so it doesn't stick on a cloud anywhere. So people can really make money on this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Right now we are definitely in the heat of like things losing value by like 80% right now. So a lot of people are freaking out. Um, and so those who are, who are willing and able to hold on, will do very well after this is all settled. And those who can buy right now. Yeah. I'm 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 still buying right now. Especially these are some rock bottom prices and it's awesome. I gotta buy a Bitcoin at some point. You should, man. My God. All right. Okay. Take your line of credit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really though. I can't even get one right now. Anyway. Um next segment, guys. Okay. This is the latest I've gotten to this segment ever. Um, we're I'm at an sorry. hour 23. Are you guys good for time? Yep. Fuck yeah. I'm chilling. Yep. Fuck yeah, that's why I like As to long as it stays yes. interesting, I'm here for it. Dude, yeah. dude, absolutely. Okay, it is time for the rant. Oh, the rant's not. I got to hear this. Uh, we'll go oh, Dalton my, first. Mine is unfortunately not going to take up that much time because I'm sure everyone's already heard it. But it just happened to me the other day, like where it finally came to fruition. Uh, it's going to sound so dumb, but it is straight up the the potholes um, <laughs> after this winter. The reason being, I thought it was fun. I got a new SUV last summer and I thought this is going to be great for the winter. I'm going to be fine. Nothing's going to happen. And so I went in for an oil change last two weeks ago. And I get a call and they're like, do you realize that your front tires are like the baldest we've ever seen a tire? And I was like, how could that happen there? I bought the car from you six months ago. And he said, we've never seen wheels so unaligned that when you're driving, it's actually pushing the wheels. And they were like, it's probably caused by the potholes. Oh, my God. And so I contacted the city and I was like, our potholes, like, it's your job to fix them. I pay I sound like such a boomer. I pay my taxes. Why? Are, why? But now I also have to pay. The, and they're like, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. There are potholes. Deal with it. And, and uh, that just blows my mind. Yeah. That it's not there. And it's not like I wanted them to pay for it. They wouldn't even just be. They wouldn't say sorry. Yeah, that's maybe my rant's kind of stupid, but it's annoying, especially where it's like gas is expensive. Yeah. Vehicles are expensive. Tires are expensive, and, uh, and uh, you know the Fuck. dealership quoted me for two tires, eight hundred bucks. 
I, two tires? For tri- I was oh, little, you I, get, told, you I don't even know. I literally told them. This is how dumb I am. How much does a tire normally go for? Uh, I don't even know. Like 250 bucks a tire. Oh, okay. So this I literally just called. I don't called, have a car. So I, don't, I, don't I just called any true. other garage and was like, I need two tires this size. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a weird size. We have some old, like last year's models. And I was like, great, it's a tire. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just so maybe okay. my maybe my rant is like, uh, the potholes and just owning a vehicle. If you don't yeah. need to own a vehicle, don't. I, I don't plan on it. Don't. don't. I, I was thinking about doing car share. Okay, car share is kind of dope. Come, come in auto or whatever. Yeah. They're kind of fun. Because the only reason I, I would really want one is honestly just like trips around, like, you know, day trips, going to the beach, going like. Ooh. Oh, it, it makes would, going to like Chester so much easier. Right? Like, yeah. like little things like that. And you go on your own. Yeah. Like groceries and shit. Like I live near Sobe, so it's, it's fine. Yeah. I'll make do. But like. Um, it is a $500 down deposit though. I think it is. I think it, you, it goes Two. on your account. Oh, okay. And then I think any vehicles that you use that stays on your account. Uh, and when you, okay. I think when you close your membership, you get it back. Oh, okay. That's better to know. I think. Okay. So okay. it's not every time mm. you just give it to them once and they hold it Okay. until you're done dealing with them. Okay, good. Mm. Josh, do you have a rant? Love people, man. I was going to say no. Give it up. Give us something no. juicy. <laughs> um, Get negative. Yeah, so I think that's like legitimately is how I feel. Um, is I just kind of like Twitter sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, social media is annoying. Uh, like I, I showed you the other day. Like this is how annoying Twitter is. Uh, when all the stuff was popping off with Roe v. Wade and stuff, I literally had one tweet. I was talking about a woman's like, I'm so glad that I live in a place that didn't force me to hack my baby to pieces. And then the tweet after that was, I'm so happy that I live in a place where I could get an abortion and I, I could actually live my life and not be bogged down by a child. And I was like, this is Twitter. Right. This is like literally these tweets were right above one another. That's and I was like, wild. this is cra- this is the craziest place. And I'm just so sick of it. Yeah. I'm sick of negativity. Um, and I'm sick of just uh, people thinking bec- there is the issue I have with social media. And here's the funny coming from a guy who hosts a podcast. I get it. Um, but the problem with social media is it gave people, uh, made people think that their opinion mattered. And that is the T. That is annoying me. Uh, yeah. It, it's giving people like, you are so important. What do you have to say? Exactly. And that's the, the issue with all like the social issues that come up is like everyone needs to have an opinion. It's like, well, 10 years ago, you didn't really need to have an opinion. Um, you could actually kind of be left alone. You can also have one and not broadcast it. Yeah, yeah, the right to free speech is not your right to not receive criticism for your thoughts. That's right. That's you right. can say it, but I can say something back. That's right. And that's why I don't get cheese when someone says something back. It's like, you know, they're allowed. They're allowed. What are your thoughts on Elon? Oh, I'm um, all for it. Twitter. Do you oh, want Elon Twitter? I, well, the fact that he's like, we'll probably talk about it tomorrow, but um, the fact that he's um, potentially backing out. Yeah. Oh, really? Is he? Because like the spam accounts that they've actually over forty percent of accounts. Yeah, it's it's coming out that these like essentially Twitter's board has been defrauding their investors the past few years by inflated usership. Mm-hmm. So their stock actually maybe not even worth the thirty something that it, it was. And Elon paid four fifty four oh. twenty for it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So Elon's like maybe. And I'm sure that he's calculated. He's obviously a very calculated person. This, yeah. yeah. I don't know where this all goes. Either way, I know he knew all of this before him. And he's just doing his best to like really mess everyone over. And it's kind of I think so. Yeah. Because I, I really personally, I don't like the 
one thing that people have done a very good job of, especially media, is getting people to uh, choose a side. Mm. Um, for me, it's really, uh, I see the battle as mainly between um, those who are extremely wealthy and those who aren't. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. but we get but we get caught up in division of well you know you're a man you're a woman you're black you're white left right yeah left right all that right and it's like actually we all have very similar struggles right now we struggle with debt yeah um, we struggle with you know trying to have enough money to, for groceries all yeah. these things um, we actually have a lot more in common than we don't and right. uh, yeah. and so I think that's something I have to keep I, I try to keep in mind personally um, because um, a lot of things that we debate at times are definitely important. Don't get me wrong. Um, but like, I'm not going to get caught up in the weeds on it. Um, cause mm-hmm. I, I feel like we have a lot more in common. And let's remember everybody, you control you. Mm-hmm. So like if, if you have, if one of you have, has a thought that I don't agree with, mm-hmm. it's up to me to either take that and go, oh, okay, that's what you think. Bye. Or get worked up, mm. argumentative, and I which th- works me up. It just, yeah, it's a neg- it creates negativity in you. Like you have control over your reactions. I think people sometimes forget that. Yeah, it's also fully acceptable to no longer speak to someone. Yeah, you don't have to make a scene about it. Yep. Also, uh, I don't know enough. Uh, I don't know enough about this to engage in this conversation right now. Yeah, mm. I'm not going to talk Powerful about that. Words. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're not getting into this right now, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually a very adult response. Yeah, when you are in an uncomfortable situation. So I'm going to assume that you guys aren't the types to. Okay, well maybe not. Um, so social media on the on that subject, you know, things like Facebook. Um, mm. a lot has come out recently with Black Lives Matter, COVID, all these you know, opinions, mm-hmm. people blocking and deleting friends for having yeah. different opinions. Are yeah. you people who do that or no? It's happened to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think yeah. it hasn't happened to me because I'm not the person. I, I refuse to post those types of opinions online. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just because I'm a huge believer. I just, I may, may call it my design background. Yeah. But I think context is very important. And yeah. whatever I'm feeling that day, it could be right, but it also depending on Might how be charged. But because someone's ha- had a, a terrible experience that day, like I have had friends where, like, you know, I could have a very interesting, nuanced approach to, um, say, Black Lives Matter and being kind of like, hey, I'm against the um, movement behind it, uh, and I can maybe talk about that, and that's like that's right now, like that would probably get people fired up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know, uh, I have a f- friend of mine who's black, mm-hmm. who's just coming home from work and maybe someone threw the N-word at him. Right, right, and, right. And he reads that and he's like, yep. wow, that is so hurtful that Josh yep. would say that. Um, like, that's, like there's like, I, I'm just using that as an example yes. where it's like, <laughs> there's anything that could happen. Yeah. Like, like if you say something, you, you, you could be right. Um, but depending on someone's context, it could be wrong. Yeah. Because um, yeah. you, you can't control the context someone receives your message in online. So true. And those little things that happen throughout your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely impact like how you act online. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. The, when the Chris Rock and Will Smith stuff happened. Oh baby. I'm not someone who, um, I'm not someone who goes and comments a lot. Yeah. I will watch the comment wars. Me and too. Any popcorn. Yeah. But I, I got into it with some Facebook friends and I never deleted them, but I used it as a, as a, I, I was like, looking at non-comedians talking about the issue mm-hmm. and I went 
I'm a stand-up comedian. I have something to say about this. Yeah. Like, and I support you on that. Actually, I I, I was like, you. I was like, this is this is one that like I can speak to. You know, I'm not I'm not on Chris Rock's level, mm-hmm. um, but I can speak to the art form. Definitely, and, like, and how disrespected the art form is. Seriously, how like awful, and like look what's happened since too, right? Like, there's a several situations, like, even the Chappelle situation, people are mm. jumping up on stage and trying to take out comedians, right? Like, like yep. it's it's set a precedent. It's not a precedent. And I can only imagine as a stand-up comedian where it's like, wow, if you say something someone dislikes, I know you can tend to be on the edgier side. Yeah. Like, you, apparently now it's you know acceptable yeah. to be free and free reign on comedians, and then add race add mm-hmm. gender you know mm-hmm. right. in, into it you know straight white male could also get attacked but mm-hmm. also it's like you know we have the race factor the woman mm-hmm. factor like as a woman if a man stood up during one of my sets and started to walk towards the stage i would get really freaked out yeah, yeah. Right it's a so. very vulnerable yeah. place to be in when you're alone on the stage with a mic Tef- absolutely it's it's insanely tell me to vulnerable. do it and i'm yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that yeah. <laughs> i mean you gotta do it it's i think if, i think if it's in you to like if you have that nudge of like, I should try it. You should definitely try it. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I'm just yeah. not funny. So that's my uh, issue. I have no content. I have no content. Doc. Well, what made you want to, what, um, what, what, what's made you want to do it? So I have a background in public speaking. Oh. Yes. Um, but I also love, like, I don't know, I, I definitely can see the value in stand-up comedians and stand-up comedy. Um, and it's the reason why I want to try it is just because it's, I'm someone I love trying new things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'd probably be terrible at it, but I tried it. You know, I did it. I did it once in like a drama class in high school. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and uh, but I would love to try it in front of like a crowd that's actually expecting to laugh. Dude, that would be like and just to bomb so hard would be the absolute <laughs> like humility that I need in my life. You should so, do it. OK, mm-hmm. like, let me know if you ever want to. Yeah, I've set up. Um, with a couple of friends of mine, uh, I've had people come over and we set up like a little mock comedy club in here. Oh, really? And as practice to just be like, get up and like, say what you think you're going to say and, and like, just do a little prep and then go do the mic. You know what? Because there's a lot, this is what I'll say, like, especially with men starting I feel like women are far more prepared, but like (laughs) with men starting, I do feel like. Let's go off the dome. (laughs) I do feel like they get up there and they, they like tell one funny story. And then the end. <laughs> and then that's it. No. I would say like whatever you're thinking of saying, mm-hmm. yeah, try to make them into jokes. Yeah. Set up punchline, super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and prepare. And if you're someone who likes to go off the cuff, mm-hmm. um, you can certainly do that, but have some jokes prepped. Right. Totally. That's my advice. Yeah, I definitely will have things prepped. Um, because like I am so bad off the dome. I can't do it. So can't do it. Yeah. Prep is me. Me neither. I think you should try it. This is exciting. Dude, I should. I this you know what? Exciting. I'll, just for you, I'll start working on oh some god, you con- could, material. You can make a little TikTok vlog about it. Dude, oh my a little gosh. series. Josh tries stand up. So I have a series on on YouTube called Sarah Try Stand Up. And it okay. was me leading up to my first side. Um, like, and I was just like <laughs> It's embarrassing to look back on because I over I was over preparing. Right. I was like analyzing everything. And like it was it was super embarrassing how seriously I took it when mm-hmm. really I just should have just had fun with it and gone up and done it. But like I have like three videos of like the insecurities beforehand, the I think the surprise first set, because I didn't plan to do a set and then I did one. Uh and then the ladies' night show, which was like my bigger show, mm. which was my second set. That was like 
more planned and my name was on a poster and all of this. So I have like three videos that kind of go through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's, it's kind of a cool thing to document because, sure. because if you do stick with it, you can look back and go, look at me when I was a little, totally. Like, naive That's what's there for. Yeah. Yeah. Is, like, really cool. I am just curious. Like what are your thoughts on Christina P as a comedian? I actually, so I love her as a person, Okay, Don't uh, but I've never seen her stand up. Oh, interesting. But it's funny you say that. I plan on watching her special. Soon. Okay. I, yeah. Me and my wife just watched it. Did you like it? I, I liked it. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, it's definitely like, uh, it's, it's definitely edgy humor for like, it's oh, nice. but like very anti like PC, which Ooh. I think was really interesting. Ooh. So Mama likes. especially since Netflix just came out, how they get like firing all their woke employees. Oh, really? Yeah, they just came out about that. Firing their woke employees? Pretty much. So what they've done is they said, we're done censoring our content. If you don't like what we're producing, you can leave. They're going the other way. Yeah. The exact other way. Yeah, which I think is what they should do. Fuck yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm here for Yeah, that. do that instead of taking away the right to share passwords. Mm. Yeah. yeah, seriously. That's right. <laughs> That's, That's why true. we like Netflix. That's yeah. the only thing left. Yeah. Maybe reduce the price a smidge. Yeah, I, right. I, when I found out how much it, co- it was costing, I was like, oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. I didn't realize I was paying that much. It's oh, a little yeah. pricey. It's a little pricey. Uh-huh. And I mean, I'm someone like I pick a streaming service each month that I stay it's like, I can't afford them all. It's the way to do and it. Like, That's the so, truth. There's literally some months that I'm like, there's better stuff on Crave than Netflix. It's true. Yes. Um, I love Crave right now. And I wish it could be, I think financial security for me would be to have all of them and be able to afford it. Um, but yeah, I know it's, it's a tricky, tricky thing. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, we're going to take a, we're going to take a shift and get into the third segment. Okay. Um, we've talked assumptions. We've talked rants. You've you guys might have touched on some of this already, but I would love to know what's wrong with you. Love it. What's something you're dealing with, struggling with, navigating, mm. trying to be better? Yeah. Do you want to go, go first? Or you want me to go first? Josh, you go. Uh, first. I guess I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I will preface this by saying <laughs> uh, this is my experience. Uh, okay. And I know a lot of people will look at me and be like, Josh, let's get serious. Um, but uh, it's something that's actually hit me pretty hard just this past week. Um, oh. And I've, it's something I learned about myself um, was when I'm faced with uh, trial or faced with any type of, um, you know, it's something I have to overcome uh, or if even I get bored. Um, I'm very quick to go to sweets and sugar and junk food. Um, and I didn't realize that until this weekend. And when I was like, really this past weekend, I'm like specific, I was like really in my feelings on some things. And, um, my wife was out, she was enjoying the day. And so I had no one to really talk to you about these things. I didn't know what to do with these feelings. And I just kind of was just like really sad and like really in it and didn't know why. And I was just like, just kind of driving around throughout the day. I went to the, went to the driving range, which was fun. Um, but just like kind of felt this pit where I just really couldn't express what I was feeling. I was just this really like just feeling just down on myself. Mm. Uh, and then I just caught myself leaving the grocery store with um, a roll full of cookie dough, um, ketchup chips, um, a variety of other junk food, right. ice cream. And for me, um, it, with the understanding, I'm like, I'm going to go home and watch the hockey playoffs while I eat some of this. Uh, but I'm like, no, like I really had to watch. I'm like, no, I'm just 
eating this to make myself feel better about my right. feelings, which I've I've never acknowledged that before. And you has know. this happened before? Um, this type the, of behavior, like maybe in small doses. This is definitely yeah. It's definitely a. It's hundred percent of uh. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, a habit. Uh, Bad habit. Uh, or a pattern. It's a pattern. pattern. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely a pattern of mine. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize it until yes, this weekend. No way. I was like, wow. Well, good on you for realizing that and making mm. the connection that it was connected to your feelings. Right. Also, sweets better than guns, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I will, I will encourage you any day. <laughs> eat more cookies, but you know, just don't go shoot up a school. Yeah. I, you know, true. I'll keep that I, one in mind. I do so. feel for as much as men annoy me and whatever I do feel for men in terms of how they've been socialized to deal with feelings. Mm. Cause a lot of men don't know how to deal. Right. Certainly. And that's true. And so I can't imagine it's an easy thing to navigate. Yeah, no, it's, uh, as I said, I'm a very emotional person, Um, but because I'm so emotional, um, I was always kind of told growing up that I need to stop. Not just, and and like, I, it was kind of the weird way of like, it wasn't like, Shut up and man up. It was just like, your feelings annoy me. So stop them, <laughs> you know, right. um, you know, cause I'm like, I'm always super competitive whenever we're playing sports. Uh, you need to, you need to tone it down, Josh, like, you know, relax. Right. Um, or like, you know, I just, you know, I'm feeling passionate about a situation like Josh, you need to cut You've it back. Told man. to be smaller. Yeah. Every yeah. time. And so, um, yeah. So I'll be honest, like, um, this is where I, Josh gets passionate where, you know, uh, you know, like this was like, again, just looking at my perspective through my own lens where like, you know, the feminism movement was like, women are always told to be smaller and men don't get it. I'm like, yeah. bro, what are you talking about? I'm told that all the freaking time, you yes. know, and, and they're not talking about it because they've been socialized to not talk about it. Right. So we're not hearing about it. But yeah, so that's just like, yeah, like my experience, which actually isn't the for a lot of men isn't the same experience right like i in some ways that's a similar experience that a woman would would have felt yeah no absolutely Um, but then i would get so i would take it so personally of course you know i'm like what the heck man and then it took me years to realize the stuff that's being talked about in the media social issues like like, oh a lot of this doesn't actually apply to me so i need to stop taking it so personally um you know because i'm like i'm not doing that but i'm doing you know and it was like i actually took having a wife um Mm. to realize like oh yeah, you're right. You're not doing those things. I don't like, I don't know why you're, you're upset. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. 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 Um, and I was like, yeah, but like, but they're attacking me, <laughs> you know, that's how it would feel. Um, yeah. and so it was really interesting. So that's why I find it personally intriguing. Um, seeing a lot of men come out against this type of stuff. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm curious is like, is it, do they have like legitimate like beef with stuff that's being talked about or is it just insecurity? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. So it's an interesting conversation. It's interesting. It's, a, it's an okay. Cancer man. How do you deal with feelings? Um, not always the best. Definitely not always the best. Um, yeah, sometimes I can get very either not aggressive because I'm certainly never aggressive, but I like will verbal diarrhea. Like I'll I'll let it all out mm. or I stonewall. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have no middle ground, which is not always the best. <laughs> you and I are the same. Um, yeah, I'm the, I'm the exact same way. So it's really hard to yeah. it's hard to work on that. It's like right. learning how to play an instrument for the first time. You know, I've never practiced because I never I just didn't. That's just how I've always been. Right. By nature of whatever my circumstances, my where I lived, I don't know why, but it just, right. it's what I became. 
Right. Um, so it's really hard to learn how to manage emotion effectively mm. and not lash out at people is a big thing. Yeah, it's huge. Certainly. And I love tearing a strip off someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I do too. I do. Do you do it verbally? Absolutely. Face to face? Certainly. Keyboard? Both. Mm. Oh yeah, you do. Do, do. do all three at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm down for the get down whenever it comes I'm my way. Oh yeah. Ah, so you like telling people off. Are you someone who will do it? Only when it's just. Only when it's just. Do you then apologize? Do you do it and then go away and feel bad and then apologize? Uh, no. <laughs> Josh. No. Josh shook his head right away. No. Uh, and, um, you know, it's, it's not the right way to deal with things. I recognize that. Um, and and maybe part of it stems from not being taken seriously in business. And so I feel like I not no, not think I know that's 100 percent why it started is I thought if I was louder or more aggressive, you'd hear me. You just look like an ass. So now it as much as I love it, I reserve it for when it's fully just. Yeah. But that's still in me. Huh? Yeah. And but before it was like whoever wanted it could get it. <laughs> you want some? Go yeah. Get some. Do yeah. you think the not being taken seriously part, like that, probably plays a lot into a lot of things because the the um the need to prove something and being not even twenty, yeah, oh my where I'm like I'm still my, uh, genetically haven't fil- finished developing my brain. No, yeah, you got you, you know? got some years. You got some years left. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it was like dealing with like becoming an adult. Um, the, the reason I got into real estate was my grandmother dying. Um, so it's like trying to process a death, Mm. um, and you know, uh, going through that and then starting a business with what she had started and taking it to that next level and wanting to grow it so rapidly and everything. It was just like, um, you know, anyone could get like neighbors at like anyone, just whatever it was I was going oh, just to a hundred yeah guys workaholics um yeah i i would say within the last since i uh got into a relationship i've become really good at um not answering people nice yeah and on and to maybe some people i'm not sure we've never talked about it but it's un, unapologetically nice um and it just is what it is. If I'm if I'm doing something, especially with someone I love, I will get back to you. Do you, and do you, so do you turn off notifications? No, I'll just like I'll just mute it. Um, nice. It just is what it is at Boundaries. that moment. Yeah, Good for at you. that moment it is what it is, and it's not that I'm ignoring anyone, and mm. I always get back to them, mm-hmm. and I always apologize. But it's just in that moment, it's not. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's a I hustle culture. I know we're fans of hard work, both of us, mm-hmm. all of us here. Um, but I do think it could kill us. Honestly. Oh yeah. That's like said, it's, it's this, the I'm mentality sure, needs to be balanced out. Do you like, I mean, I can relate like I'm up thinking all night, Yeah, you know, or at least until I fall asleep, I'm thinking Yeah, or on a laptop or my phone or my iPad. Like I've got enough devices where I can always be kind of connected Yeah, and I'm never fully not. Right. You know, like if Josh called me three times in a row, whatever I'm doing, I would assume I should pick up. Like there must be an emergency. So in that case where it's like I got if I if I have to be on, I guess I'm always ready to be on. Right. Right, right, right. What about you, Josh? Like, do you have a good work life balance? Um, no. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Thank you for being honest. Yeah. The difference I think with you is because your work requires you to always have to be talking to people. 
Yes, um, whereas mine doesn't have to. It's really easy for me just yeah. to go, I'll start working on this design now. Type of stuff. Right. So I'll start going That's up. a good point. Um, so I'm not really good at it. Like I, I've gotten better, um, but mm. like only because like, yeah, like I have a wife that's like, Josh, I really feel like you're kind of dismissing me. Um, you're kind of just in your own world, which is definitely impossible. Happens a lot. Mm. Um, and so like even tonight, like we'll finish here and I'll probably, I, I still need to go home and do like two, three hours worth of work for clients. Um, what? And it's just like how it goes, um, you know, and um, I have learning trying to be better at eating properly um, so yeah. that I can get better sleep um, so I can be rested um, so I can always kind of be on. Yeah, because uh, that's the, the also the kind of the problem is when you're around like kind of the business culture and you're around other people, especially other successful business owners you always feel like you're not doing enough. Right. Um, you're always like, you know, like I have friends that will look at me. It's like, Josh, you're doing so much. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, compare myself to those in my circles or my business circles. And I'm like, I'm doing nothing. And then you feel like you have to live up to that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like. And, and I don't think, I think that it's one of those things that could tip in two extremes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think that there is a Gen Z. Shout out Gen Z. <laughs> Shout out Gen Z. Um, <laughs> I think y'all are lucky because you have a focus on mental health and you have a focus on self-care. Yeah. But I've been hearing a lot of professions, one being uh, my sister's a vet. Um, there's We're not getting any vets because they don't want to put the work in and they don't want to mm. work long hours. They don't. They want to work their eight yep. hours and go home. Yeah. Same for doctors. Yeah. There's actually not a lot of people wanting to be doctors because they don't want to put in that work for right. the first time for ever, that reason cbu uh, opened up five extra seats into their medicine program because they need the doctors yeah there's like no one wants to work yeah hard hard maybe like i i do think there's a lot of value in the job that you know is nine to five clock in clock out of course there is but oh. i i do think yeah i think if if you're going in a certain direction you got to put tell more me, work in than others. I mean, yeah, to say that, you know, someone's sales position is as hard as being a surgeon yeah. is laughable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't want. I, wouldn't, you know, I don't want to be the surgeon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's too much for yeah. me. Yeah. 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 It's it's kind of a weird thing. But I also think, yeah, we got to be feeding ourselves. We We got to be sleeping. You know, those are the two most basic things. Mm -hmm. Your feet need we to hit the ground in the morning. And you got to do what you can to make sure you get there. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty ruthless with people who have lofty ideas. Ah. And I go, are you willing to do the work? And then they, they recoil. And I'm like, well, there you go. Because you would have said there's yes so many, instantly. There's so many people who wanted to start podcasts with me. Uh -huh. And I've called them out and said, oh, so you want you want the credit for none of the work. Oh. Mm. Whoever is, I'm if I do a podcast with a co-host i want it to be a situation like this where both mm. people are serious right and of course there's gonna be different duties for each each person sure but i want someone who cares enough about it and is invested just like i am and yeah. like you guys said and takes it like a business not just a this is my time to show up and be funny on a mic and then go home totally. right I like mean, fuck that seriously i mean in fairness too like even like kind of like halfway through the kind of season one uh when I had the great idea of trying to start a design business at the same time I was trying to start the podcast. Um, like there was days where like I wasn't planning on going to the show until Dalton calls like, Hey, what are we doing tonight? I'm like, I what? guess I should go motivator. Yeah, exactly. And that's a little. And, and likewise, that, there were nights I felt that way. You yeah. both care enough about it. Yeah. And that is the the key. Mm -hmm, exactly. 100%. And it's just, yeah, it's, um, 
it can be frustrating when you don't see that same drive in other people. Right. But I just have to then go, we're all just different. Yeah. That's you know? right. Like we're all just different. And this is who, this is where I am. Totally. Yeah. And, and that's, and where I am is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You just got to think of the positives, I guess, you know? Totally. Absolutely. The positives yeah. of doing cool shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of positives to it. There's way, I think you can. We're all- sleepy, but we we're having fun. Yeah. yeah. And I always think of. <laughs> totally. 15, 20 years from now. Um, w- Do I think what I'm doing now will be worth it? As long as I always say yes. Yeah. I think I'm on the right track. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And what did you gain from it? Probably so much. And not even two years that you guys have been doing it. Certainly. Absolutely. And the yep. best is only yet to come for these guys. Prayers going up for the boys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Anything else on the what's wrong with you? Or can we move on to the last segment? I think we, yeah. I think we move on. So the last segment is the last segment for a reason because it's. If you've made it, uh, ooh, we're coming up on two hours. Oh One fifty-three, wow. guys. Ah. We're hitting records. You, we haven't done this on our own show. I know. Yeah, I think if you pass two, you've broken it. I think. Um, so the last segment is the unpopular opinion segment. Oh right. Don't hate me for this, but it's time for unpopular opinion. The one most likely to get us all canceled. I love it. But it's at the end for the troopers to hear. <laughs> Cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who wants to go first? Hey, Unpopular I'll go opinion. first. Yeah, go for it. Um, oh, here we go. I'll, I'll explain it after I make the statement. <laughs> um, so. Let's go. But uh, landlords provide a service. Ooh. Um, and not all landlords. Um, actually, very few. But if you can find a landlord that is working, you know, with a tenant to provide housing and then in return, um, you know, look out for them and guide hmm. them. And basically the things that I try to be as a as a real estate owner, um, I, I feel I provide a service because I encourage tenants to become homeowners. I show them how if they want to learn. Um, and you know, they're not slum properties and, you know, my, like the policies are not absurd. So I think it right. is a service because they didn't have to go and put five to 20% down on the property. Like I did, they don't have mm, to, mm-hmm. um, maintain the property the way that I do. If they want to maintain it at a lower level, that's their prerogative. But my properties are not those type of properties. Dumb question. Yeah. Landlord versus owner. Is right. There, uh, so is land, there a difference? Landlord and owner are synonymous in Nova Scotia. Okay. Property manager and landlord are not. Got you. So your property manager generally has no ownership. I don't think I've... Yeah, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, like I have someone who lives down the hall. The superintendent. I, don't know, I yeah. don't know what she is, but she... You know, if something's wrong, I go to her. Yeah, so that would be like, yeah, your on-site, your superintendent, your building manager... Yeah. Um, and, and what it's, you know, uh, I think there, there is a service there. Yeah. Um, you know, you are receiving something in exchange for money. In this case, it does happen to be where you live. Um, does that mean I think that slumlords should get away with what they do? No. Of course not. Um, but the landlords who are genuinely in it for good, um, 
they are providing something to uh, that may be inaccessible to others and to speak very freely and openly. I mean, I spoke earlier about the type of debt that I was once in. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, on my that was from a time. If I had went to apply for a mortgage when it was the worst, I wouldn't have got it. Right. Um, so I spent the time of my life to fix it, to be able to acquire more real estate and then provide it to people. And I don't quite care what their situation is and why they're there. That's none of my business. If they wish to tell me, great. Um, but it's a service. That's a good one. Hey, and this is coming from someone in the field. So you're hearing it. And and that probably is, I mean, I'm sure it's so easy to call me, um, entitled or privileged or, you know, a greedy landlord. And it is what it is. That's whatever. Oh yeah. Oh, well with the high rent these days, a lot of people are, a lot of people are really bitter and they don't understand it. It's they don't. And unfortunately for the people who don't, if it's not, I am no one's keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I'm always willing to explain why things cost what they cost. Mm. Um, but I, think, there are, I think a lot of people don't get that. Right. So, I mean, you, you don't. So there's a, a property right now that I'm trying to acquire. And you don't realize that just to get the garbage bins picked up is 270 bucks a month. And to right, have right, the right. driveway cleared is $1,000 a month. All of these little things that, um, yeah, we don't like, see yeah, as your, renters. Your driveway is just cleared. Yes, that's right. It costs money. Yeah. Um, and that gets broken in, you know, into everything. Yeah. And I'm more than happy to explain to people why something costs what it costs. The people who don't ask and then immediately crucify me are not the people I'm interested in explaining it to. That's right. Well, that guy ding that bell. Oh, really? That's the, that's a good thought. <laughs> no, that was a good one. I like that. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And and so and that's unpopular. A lot of people hate landlord, landlords. Or they certainly. like to I hate, hate certain landlords. Yeah. You know. Bad ones are bad, but there's good ones out there. <laughs> yeah. I, Kill all landlords, as you say. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, um I rent. Yeah. Uh, and uh, even the business I'm in, I still rent. Yeah. I think there's there's flexibility in renting. Right. There's benefits in, in renting. Um, it's it is uh, nice. If something breaks, I call my landlord. I'm also a landlord, so I know when I'm getting screwed. So re- I really have a good I know when something's not right. Um, mm. um, so it's very beneficial for me to be renting because I know. Um, but, you know, it, you know, all the way down to like my property managers and the staff and my team, they all take through the investor property owners association called the rent ready course. And they cannot speak to tenants until they've taken that course. Nice. Yeah. It's just little things. So it's like, maybe, yeah, you pay a little more where, when you live in maybe one of my properties, but your rent won't go up and it's, it's for a reason. So, Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's sweet. That's good. Yeah. God damn. All right. Josh. Come on, Josh. This is unpopular opinion. This is a tough one. Because uh, I don't really have one. Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> what's something you would say at a party that people would... Dude, I, you want to see my Tesla? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Everyone would turn their head. Oh, 100%. Um, oh, my Yeah, a lot of people really t- torched me on my Tesla. I know. That's funny. What, what was that? But why? Uh, You're laughing now at the price of gas. Yeah, seriously, right? But you were explaining, like, you posted, like, really informative videos about, I was trying about the to, whole dude. process. Yeah. I don't understand why people would shit on that. People are bitter. Yeah, that's what I've learned. Um, but this was this will be yeah. an interesting one. This is not, I don't know if it's, like, this is not, it's not, I don't know if it's an uh, unpopular opinion, but I think it's just a fact of life, which I think is interesting. Mm. Next election, 
you will have a conservative government. 100%. It's happening. Oh, that's like the un... Like the truth, maybe people don't. The want unspoken to. truth, no one wants to acknowledge. It's, right. it's, yeah. it's the fact that we don't like. Yeah. Right. Maybe so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. You're a what? <laughs> you're a what? <laughs> I'm not big into politics, but I get it. But I, I, I've, I've never. Actually, you guys were talking on the show about people came at you because you had said something about being uh, fiscally. Oh, right. I a social about conservative. That. And then they took it as like that a you social were, capitalist. Right. Yeah. So you were talking about how about Yeah, like that. in certain ways you Yeah. Identif- Apparently fiscal conservative means something a lot different than what I intended it to be. Um oh my God. and so a lot of people <laughs> as soon as I said that they heard uh, the word conservative. And yeah, then there's like you forms. you hate people, you want to kill everybody, and I'm like No oh. dog, I just like my money in yeah. my bank account. Seriously. Says coming from the guy who's giving out fifty bucks. If yeah. I was more fiscally yeah. conservative, I wouldn't be in the shitty and, debt that I'm in right now. And the thing is, people are so quick to where it's like you just said something that we've never said, which was says the guy's giving out fifty bucks. We've never ever mentioned that on the podcast. It just happens and we move on. But on our videos of us giving away the fifty dollars, people are like, why are you give, doing it as a giveaway? Why don't you just go give these homeless people money? It's not a game. They don't have phones to go find it. Da 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 da. Again, I'm no one's keeper. There's a city that's supposed to look after homelessness. It's not my job. But even then, so that one actually made me mad when someone did a comment that. Yeah, on all and of them. Almost there's almost one on all of them. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, I hear you. I get it. But that's also one of my big core convictions is I will never speak about what I do for the housing insecurity of the homeless. Yeah, that's not- I, 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 there's a lot, there's stuff I do, but I'll never talk about it. Cause you're, yeah, you're so, not wearing it for clout. It's not who no. I am. I just like to do it. Seriously. Yeah. yeah I, oh, I got opinions. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so funny when you, when you do something like $50, whatever mm-hmm. fun thing for, for TikTok. It's like, and it's also a very nice thing that could make someone's day, but then you get criticized for doing this very simple, nice task. It's like I know it's almost like you can't win. Yeah, I know, and I, I, and know. I know that's you, because that's reality. Because it's like, would would you rather they do nothing? I think Seriously. a lot of people would rather you do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, at least from a brand standpoint, it's probably safer to do nothing. It's certainly safer for your image to not put yourself out there feels that way, eh? It feels that way. feels that way. Um, I had Alicia McCarvel on the podcast a, did she, a while right? ago. Nice. Um, and she mentioned at the time she did a thing where she went to a Starbucks and, like, I think gave them $1,500, um, like, between the staff, like, had, mm-hmm. had them split. Nice. And she also got criticized. Like, yeah. why didn't you give it to charity? Of course. But There's like, always like, something better to give it to. Because maybe she loves her Starbucks workers who make her day every morning when she yeah. gets a coffee. And so it's also her money. Seriously. Yeah. Like if 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 I had a bunch of money giveaway, it's your prerogative I, to who it goes to. I would go to McDonald's. <laughs> Straight up, shout out McDonald's. Let's go. There's no one I've seen take more shit. Mm, good point. Than McDonald's workers. Okay, Hannah and I were somewhere the other day, and I was like, I watched like an an elderly person just give it to this person. Yep, they're always old. And always I, old. I was like, what the? When heck? I was your age, I could do that three and three. Okay, things. so my thing lately, and it's the only thing I get fired up about. Okay, only get fired uh, up. No, no, like at, at, <laughs> at, at a fast food service or something like that. Is mm. if I'm getting a drink, I don't want to hand it to me like this. True. Yeah. And I will say, can you please give me a new lid? 
Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But then fair. they cop such an attitude, like, it's fine. They're like, and I'm like, ew. Yeah, that's that's totally. Regardless cool. of the pandemic, I'm not even, that's not even my thought. I just know that you work in food service. You've been touching food all night. You've been touching money. You know, ugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i just say can you please give me a lid thank and you nice. and it's so easy and you just... say it nicely and that's it yeah but i just watched these elbows gave it to them and i'm like what are you getting and anyone who's like pissed off because they're waiting long at fast food place Dude. Like dog no one wants to work there like, right like, now there's like two teenagers thank like lucky. trying to run the whole thing i remember when i was 14 and i would i was a supervisor at shopper's drug mart and i was like I would take it from customers and I'm like, I'm a child. I'm going to high school tomorrow. True. Like, why are you yelling at me? Do you think I'm the decision maker for yeah. Shoppers Drug Mart? Yeah, you are. Like, yeah. what? You run the optimum program. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it is, Um, I mean, obviously, like, we should, they should be paid so much more than uh, what they are getting. I got into it with a friend once because we were talking about pay mm-hmm. and stress with jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. And I had mentioned that a friend of ours, this is the end of the episode, so I don't care. I'm going to say it. I'm sure she doesn't listen all the way through. Um, a friend Come of, on, friend. A friend of ours has an anxiety and works a service job. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. I was like, I get it because dealing with people yelling at you all day um, must take a toll on you. And then that became, how is that job any worse than my job? And I'm in social work. And I'm just like, I'm not saying it's worse or better. I'm saying it's different and we're all stressed. Yeah, get medicated, girl. It's 2022. Like, like this whole, just like this whole. <laughs> Come on. This whole just like. Attack the problem head on and move on. Victim mentality and like lack of empathy. Mm. Is, is a really huge thing right now. And it's just like, I'm not saying your job. You're right, though. There is that weird combination of like victim mentality and lack of empathy in people. Yes. Where it's, it's like really odd. Theirs can't it's, be that bad. Yeah. Mine's so much worse. Yeah. It's really. You just double into this. Like, how do you just do that? The worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Hannah, that could be it, you're in Ukraine and your family dies mm-hmm. or you're a rich person so who didn't get a reservation. Eloquently where True. she said, um, you know, feelings are effectively arbitrary. She said, so you'll see people sometimes who are, um, you know, out of commission, quote unquote, for five months because of a broken arm, where some people can sustain a concussion and get back to work the next day. She said it's arbitrary. Some people may be Mm -hmm. born where a broken arm is life altering to them at their core genetically. That ruins, that shatters their day. Yeah. Where for some, a concussion was like, okay, it happened. I'm going to, I have to keep going. Yeah. And she's and you cannot make them change. Mm. Nope. But that, yeah, that's just it. We don't put ourselves in other people's shoes. That's right. We don't understand that people are different from what we are. Yeah. The, I, I mean, there's no I'm sure there's no one on Earth who's 100 percent like me. It's possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Impossible. That's why, like, understanding and yeah, like I said, empathy is so important because then you go. Okay, I don't I don't like their decision, but I know why they're making it. And right. even if I don't, if they're my friend, I tend to keep pretty good company. I would assume that they are well enough to make whatever choice is right for them and their family. Yeah. Why would I question it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Man. That's that's a thinker, man. 
the truth. Dalton was on fire tonight. You got a good one tonight. This whole podcast has been on fire. That's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to do that for you. Dalton, you gave some good value tonight. Appreciate it. Of course. <laughs> you both did. You both did great. Yeah, what, are you trying to say you did? What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I love buffing you up, man. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> so, you know, words of 20 minutes ago, he learned to like words of affirmation. Now he's going to gas me up. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I don't know if there's any. I mean, you'll have to come back on for another one sometime. But Absolutely. We'll I go mean, three like, hours. this was. Okay, so you're at 208. That's a record for us. That is a record That's for like us. A, we will never hit that again. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck but yeah. But keep in mind, next week's episode that we're releasing. Oh yeah. Is completely. Oh, yeah. We are actually interviewing a special uh, Bitcoin specialist. So Ooh, I'll tune in. Yeah. Very valuable. Because yeah. Elevate Podcast teaches me things in a way that I like. Let's go. And and they will do that for you if you subscribe to their show. Plug your shit. Where can people? Oh yeah. Find you. Obviously, subscribe to Elevate Podcast anywhere you find podcasts and on YouTube. Do both. Yeah. Motherfuckers. It's free. It takes two clicks. Do both. Um, elevatepodcast.ca yes. has been really great for us lately. There's some insightful information there. You can get all the, all the links. You have a great website. Thanks. Oh, yeah. thanks. That was all him. That's great. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we've been flaunting these t-shirts around and so just keep an ear out and an eye out. Mm-hmm. There's not too much to say on it quite yet, but oh, there isn't. What, what do you think? Let's do it, man. This okay. Is, this, this is our time th- to do it. This is okay. this Friday. All right, here we go. Okay. Social capitalist clothing. We just started a, a clothing brand. Yeah. And what? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Shit. Yes. Yeah. Social, social capitalist clothing. Social capitalist clothing. Yeah. yeah. So the website's almost ready yet. Okay. Should we drop it? Sure. SoCapClothing.com. <laughs> no turning back now, baby. You can't get anything yet, but okay. bookmark it. Yeah. Yes. You know, uh, we're aiming for like end of the month, starting June. No way. We're going to start dropping our, our, our clothing. These have all what been, can, these are all like our tests to make sure the quality's good, that it prints right. Like, what can people expect from the the clothing? Well, the designs. Designs, I mean, we actually 100% got artists to do them. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So this is what we're calling Halifax Vice. I love it. And it was, yeah, completely done by an artist. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then obviously this was more inspired by me because being from Toronto, the amount of times I've been told I'm from away, I uh, had to get this From one. away. So there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's a small launch, very controlled, controlled because we want to make sure the quality is good, that they fit right. These have been washed like 10 times. I want yeah. to see how they dry. Do they shrink? Like... So yes. if the launch is delayed, it's because it's only getting more perfect. God damn. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's exciting. Yeah. You're the first to hear. Yeah. I, I feel very special. Boom. We saved it just for you. Oh, I love it. And I adore both of you. I adore the podcast. Can people follow you personally on socials? Me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I unfortunately won't won't accept friend request, follow requests. I noticed you didn't accept mine. I was like, I don't know. Who I, had, be I, I didn't meet you in person. And oh, that, okay. that's it's my criteria. No, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. the people who I love connecting with everyone online, um, but I don't know you. That's, I mean, hey, that's yeah. fucking, I mean, I'm like that with Facebook. Yeah. I'm like, mm. I don't even, who adds me on Facebook? Facebook I, fucking sucks. Yeah. Who's I, adding me on Facebook? I added you, man. What? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who's even on that thing? I know. Seriously, my man. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I go on there for like HRM speed trap warnings. <laughs> yeah. I 
I don't even scroll the feed. No. Honestly, like I, I, it's mostly messenger. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do the occasional post or status, but like I don't scroll it like I used to. No, there's no value. No, no value. Zero. Yeah. It's going down the tubes. Zero value. But thank you both so much for coming oh my gosh, on. Thank for you for having us. us. This was so fun. This was unbelievably fun. It's been so nice, like getting to know you both way more. I learned so much. Yeah, I'd, we I had a lot to process. It's nice because you know, aside from like our beginning, we haven't explained who we are. Yeah. So it's nice it. to come redo it again. Yeah. Absolutely. Twenty twenty two update. Yeah, yeah. Two year update. Really. Yeah. And you're seriously both going places with the podcast i it's so great and i'm it's years from now when you're famous 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 and you have like an exclusive spotify deal oh let's go let's go i will be like i had them on you know episode 234 oh my gosh you guys are 234 you can be episode one on spotify oh that'd be so nice fuck it if it happens our agent will call you Please do. I will say something controversial. I will get the media talking. We love Absolutely. it. That's what we want, you know. And headlines will we be We won't like, sign a deal unless we can talk freely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you so And actually, you get to end the episode with a bell ring. I've already rang it once. Actually, hold it up and, and dinger. This is your turn, bub. There you go. Wait, you got to do it together. Oh, okay. Do it. There we go, we did it! Physical <laughs> touch freak. <laughs> 215, 213. Let's go, fam. Oh my god, look at that. Thank you for listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, feel hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan, co-produced by Sarah Nicole, and brought to you by The Messiness of Life. Oh, everybody's depressed. Next subject.